0: What are we calling the show this year?
1: This is the Patriots pregame show, presented by Duncan.
0: Patriots chinwag. Patriots before the game show.
1: Jones, throwing it. of the Caught.
0: Touchdown, New England. Hey, it's the Patriots.
1: Patriots pregame show is your source for all the latest news and information before every game.
2: He took it to the house again. Here we the go. Patriots.
0: With Hardy. i got <laughs> i got my Mike Dassault. Do you have a mic impression in there too? <laughs> oh, uh, <no>. Paul Perilla. <laughs> Refusal to make a pick. <laughs> we'll
3: cross him off the list then. And Tamara Brown. Uh, I see
1: Tamara's
4: not in the room. Send I love to her, please. I'm a big fan.
1: Tamara, Brandon loves you. <laughs> Patriots Nation, welcome to the Patriots pregame show. Presented by Duncan. I can't wait.
0: Welcome in Patriots pregame, fueled by Duncan Hardy, Mike Deso, Tamara Brown, and Paul Perillo here at Gillette Stadium, getting ready for the Patriots as they welcome the San Diego Superchargers of Los Angeles here this afternoon. And that's re- what their name is. That, that's what I call them. They that's, will, that's fine. We they, know what you're talking about. They will always be the San Diego Superchargers, and I will I will grant them the respect of saying of Los Angeles. <laughs> that's what they are. Correct. Okay. All right. Well, it's raining in Foxboro, and yes, I am a weatherman now. Morel, don't even try it. It's gross uh-huh. out there. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to impact uh, what is likely to be a low-scoring affair to begin with. But uh, I don't think it's going to help things. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to predict. I don't know what to say. I'm going to let everyone else talk today, and I'm just going to point with my pen. And when you know someone gets on top, I'm just going to point to someone else. And you, I don't know, I don't know what to make of this team anymore. I truly don't. The one thing I can say is I think we'll get a different look at quarterback today, Deuce. Bailey Zappi. Yep,
5: sounds like it. Maybe Malik Cunningham too, which uh, I guess he was elevated from the practice squad. So, mm-hmm. it seems like maybe the Patriots are are at least looking to, I mean, obviously change the quarterback position, but maybe try to lean a little bit more into the run. Maybe put you know Cunningham out there and let him try to eat against this uh, Chargers defense. So wet conditions maybe that'll that'll maybe make them lean even further into the run game a little bit we'll see
0: what do you think tamara
6: i don't want to say too much cuz it's going to go into my key and i have to save all my keys okay juice. That's, fine. Oh. that's fine that's oh. fine
0: do you know do you, would you uh like to remain mute and save it if your key as well paul uh no i
3: i i'll have <laughs> one for you guys um so mike brought up you know kind of him what do you think the odds are that we see all three quarterbacks today
0: Oh, I would say close to 0. Same. Yeah,
3: I would say 0, but I think 2. Say 50/50. I
2: would
5: say Cunningham. Yeah. I, I think we'll see Cunningham and Zappi. I don't know. I think Mac might be dependent on I performance. I don't, I don't think we'd see yeah. Mac. Yeah. That's well. why I
0: think
3: 50-50. Yeah.
5: I don't think mm. that. If Zappy looks crappy. I
2: think there's like a crappy.
5: 1% <laughs> If Zappi looks <laughs> crappy, then maybe they'll be happy to put in Mac. I think mm-hmm. they'll just
0: start handing the ball off. Yeah. If it's that bad. Same. Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. That's there's what I there's
6: I mean. no point of putting Mac Jones in these conditions outside. It, He's not going to make anything any better. And, and what
0: about. In, uh, uh, I don't mean to argue with you, Paul, but let me. Oh, arg- I'm not arguing. Let me anything. argue with you, Paul. If you think it's 50 yeah. 50 yeah. that you see Mac today. <laughs> it's early. How bad would Zappi have to be in order for them to say, I bet like, Mac like would have done that. <laughs> like Let's last, put him like in. Like last week.
3: If, if the offense looks like it did last week, when neither guy can get anything going, only Zappi goes first, maybe they decide to make a change. And I agree with Mike. I think there'll be a package for Cunningham. You know, so he might get a snap or two like he did against the Raiders. I just don't dismiss it. I mean, more than likely, it's going to be zappy. I mean, I'm, I'm with everybody. I'll dismiss it. Um, As you th- know, who knows? Maybe they'll make Mac Jones the emergency third
0: quarterback, and we won't see him at all. I, I think he'll be active. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll get the uh, the inactives here in a while, and that will tell us by process of elimination who is active. See how that works? Right. Oh yeah. God. Very good. You're- did you want to do Brilliant. the keys that you're really excited <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, let's your just key. get to the keys, because Tamara's <laughs> like <laughs> chomping at the bit
3: over here. I don't know. It must
0: be really good. <laughs> Why did you leave the keys up on the table? You wanted to.
5: You've waited all week for it. The whole team's in the locker room right now, just listening to this, waiting Thanks. to hear what you're going
1: to say.
0: Without these keys, the Patriots are destined and doomed to fail. Here are Hardy,
1: Paul, Mike, and Tamara's keys to the game. Why did I steal your key to the game, also? <laughs>
0: Keys to the game. Uh, the current key holder is Mike Duseau, as decided by uh, Pat and Aguam last week. He will decide again this week, as he is the first caller on the board already, and we'll uh, find out what Pat thinks before Just gonna we let go. Patty know he's on notice. Yeah. Well, before did we, not care for his choice last week. Hey, it's, he makes the choice, and he is the supreme ruler when it comes Absolutely. to the key. So uh, Tamara is all excited about her key. She want to give anything away. So, what is your outstanding key to the game for Patriots victory? Uh, today Tamara.
6: My outstanding key for a Patriots victory today is to answer Sandra Bullock's phone call and you're probably like what do I mean? Who's
0: Sandra What Bulk? do you mean? <laughs>
6: <laughs> you already know my favorite show Run the Dang Ball run the dang and ball. I didn't want to say Run the Dang Ball because we've used that too much this week so I switched it up and said that instead and I need the Patriots to lean on the run game today, not just because of the weather, but because they really have a thing going. And last week, they were moving the ball pretty well. Then they went away from it and started throwing the ball, obviously because they were down and needed to get some points on the board. But I think they can wear down this, this defense against the Chargers, who is allowing more than 100 yards on the ground. And I think they can take advantage of that. And this is a good opportunity when you have Zappi getting his start. So
0: I had something all yeah. snarky ready no. to go. It's like, here's why your key sucks. But 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 I like no. your key. No. I like it. I, and... I didn't. I didn't make the Sandra Bullock connection uh, initially. I thought it was something speed related. Oh, I mean, like, well, she I didn't. I thought the Lake call... House.
5: I was just thinking oh. Lake House. You know, <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I how don't gravity know why w- worked <laughs> into the whole thing. I, well, I'm so. the, the, the season's coming crashing to earth. I, it's phones funny, on that spaceship. It's funny when I,
6: I when I wrote it, I was like, I wish I had a flip <laughs> phone because she's like on her little flip phone and she's like, did he just hang up on me? I need him to like answer the phone today <laughs> okay. and run the ball, lean on it, run this Chargers defense <sighs> down and. Damn it! Open
0: it's, a good, up. it's a good key. It's a good key. It's a good key. It's, yeah. it's 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 a movie reference, which I appreciate. I think it. I think it's got some solid football sense behind it. All right, yeah, all right. strong start,
5: Deuce. Yeah. What do you got, current key holder? All right. Well, Cozer. I wanted to. <laughs> I like I like Tamara's. mine's actually a little bit of a tribute to Tamara because she likes to call Justin Herbert J. Herbo, so I said, "Don't let J. Herbo be Superbo." Um, <laughs> you know, we're getting punchy with these keys here down.
6: <laughs> Hardy's face as right Hardy now. and
5: Paul I, share
3: a, I, I blame you. A dismissive,
5: angry. This is glance your fault. At my key, um, that's all right. Uh, you guys have good ones. I'll let you talk about that. I just think uh, for me, the, really
1: the, that
5: <laughs> I think the big way, and this, this maybe this is affected by the rain a little bit, but I just you know I think with the deep coverage with the Patriots, we've had some issues. So I just think that's to me the biggest key to the game, at least as far as the Patriots' defense. If they give up big plays, if Justin Herbert's able to make those downfield passing plays, big scoring plays, get the Patriots in a hole, it's just not a formula for success at all to them. So I wanted to you know be kind of complimentary of what you guys are about to talk about with the Patriots' own quarterback situation, but. Highlighting Justin Herbert and it does sound like Keenan Allen's going to go despite
0: missing two of the
5: three practices this week. So
0: now, did you have to? Here's my one question of mm. your key. Mm-hmm. Did you have to include the J? Does Tamara always call him J Herbo? I think so. I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does. Not just Herbo. Herbo. <laughs> no. Because just for Jay the Herbo. just for syllable matching, you'd be better off. Don't with, let Herbo don't, be Superbo. Thank you. Mm. Don't let J. All
5: right. Well, I'll take that note um, with the <laughs> pantameter as of, of my key. He does lose points for that.
0: Mm. Thank
2: Curtis. We'll,
3: right. We'll see how we'll see how. I well.
0: give you a lot of notes, like uh, Fred I mean, Willard did in Waiting for Godot. Yeah, you know, give notes, you know, to his wife after after performances. I mean, you
3: were gifted a key last week. I'm not sure we can do it again with wow. that lack of wow, the lack of balance wow. there with the syllables.
2: Fine.
0: How about it, Paul? What do you got for your key? I don't really have anything. <laughs> be- <laughs> so, you, do you want to remain mute for the entire pregame? <laughs> no, I just uh, it, it it's part
3: of the offense, and I think it needs to change. And you have to make Zappy happy. You can't just run the ball and throw screen passes and expect to win NFL games on a consistent basis. You're yeah. going to score seven points like you did last week. Yeah. So they have to find a way to get him comfortable and have him making some throw. I'm not talking about going like all, ju- all herbo and throwing <laughs> it all over the field. You know, But they have to take some shots. They have to dial up some play action and uh, see if they can make some big plays because I think they will be able to run the ball. I think they will be able to you know, throw some screen passes. That won't put points on the board. What puts points on the board is big plays, and they need to make some. And I
0: think they have to try to do it with Zappy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think you need to do it with Zappy and with Malik Cunningham, which is why my key is. Give us a peek. Sneak in Malik. Sneak him in there. on I don't know. Maybe some third-down situations. <laughs> a lot of rhymes, Michael. It's a might lot of is, rhymes. Might as well. I think we know we know what Mac Jones is. We're going to get a look at Bailey Zappi today. Don't we know what Bailey Zappi is? Mm-hmm. I Most, think mostly. we know. The one thing... That's why I don't really have much of my key. Well, okay, and we probably know what Malik Cunningham is, but not to a certainty. We do with Mac Jones for a certainty. We're pretty certain on what Bailey Zappi is. What's Malik Cunningham? Really? Really? Is he just something that you know might be useful down the road? Not quite sure the role... Is there something there at the quarterback position in some different packages? Just to give us a little peek. Sneak in Malik. <laughs> That's the key. Triangulation the of Crossfire. Time. That's the key.
6: I mean, technically, we did Excellent. have a peek like a couple weeks ago. It just wasn't the peak that everyone wanted to see. You did get a peek. <laughs> a yeah. peek a little, at Malik? A little we peek did. at Malik a, against the peak. Raiders.
5: Yeah. Oh, that was a long time ago. Long time ago. That was a long time. I love it. I love it, Hardy. I love it. I, I was kinda of being snarky yesterday when uh, when I saw that they elevated him, I was like, Oh, here we go again. But kind of as I thought about it, I kinda of am on your page now where it's just you're right. Like we've kinda of, we've seen Zappy. I just wanna
0: like let's this get This feels a sense like of him trying bit. to campaign for me to make up for the injustice that he's was in, done to me last he's week. I'm embarrassed. Can I tell you? He's frankly, frankly I'm embarrassed. Can I tell you who should get the key this week? And we'll see if uh uh, i don't ju- know, you're going to try to influence the voting. No, I didn't. I, yeah, I wouldn't it influence the voting. Like
3: it didn't work well for me last week. Right. Okay. Right? Well,
0: Judge Patty, I know who should get the key, but <laughs> let's see if uh, you agree with us here as uh, you uh, anoint the new key holder for the week, or will it be retained by Mike Dussault, Cousin Pat?
7: Yeah, Mike, how far are we fallen from grace? Come on, dude. What? So Mike what? who I think so a lot better this than his one to. from last week.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: sorry,
7: Samara. Sorry, sorry, Hardy. But
3: uh I I gotta give it to Paul. Oh <laughs> You sh- shameless suck up you Pat <laughs> Okay <laughs> no, produce
7: big plays. You know, you yeah. you can't
3: just run these
7: stupid little two yard screen passes and expect our what limited talent we have. On the outside to get down the field, you know, it's not going to happen.
0: Okay, all right, thanks, Pat. Uh, what else do you have on the game today? I don't want to—I don't want to limit you to just, you know, yeah, anointing the key holder. Yeah, you—you you have some thoughts of your own. Yeah,
8: before I do
7: though, I got to give a big shout oh. out to Ian Fresno because I know he's been recovering. I've been meaning to, to give him a shout out the last few times I've called and emailed in, but I just—I'm an idiot, so it, it just—it my mind. Um, but yeah, I'm just really. Interested to see how the offense looks with Zappi if they do have a little bit of spark as opposed to like sticking them in at the end of the game or, you know, at the start of the second half, just to see what kind of energy to hold not just the offense, but just the whole team brings with him out there. Yeah. and I'll I'll leave it to you. I'll leave it to you guys, and I'll
0: talk to you later. Okay, thank you very much. Appreciate it, Pat. Thank you. It's Congratulations. Kind of like,
5: like an NFL official, a little bit. You know, like sometimes they're, he's calling it one way, and then other times he's letting things go. You don't really, you can't really get him down for what, how what, what the what the what, what the necessary elements are for the key to the game. You know, to get the key.
6: Right. I, I will say
5: inconsistent. Yeah.
6: Paul's key. That was what I wrote for my roundtable for like what type of. Um, often to the should they design for Zappy today I wrote something similar I was like I really feel like they should go back and look at that Lions game Sorry Hardy From um, when he started against them And design something similar Because he didn't do a, a bunch of screens in that game He had some plays yeah, play, action. So,
5: play action was yeah. a big part of,
0: of that
6: And so I think that yeah. I'm hoping that they pull some things out of that And use it against the Chargers today
0: Do you think Paul read your round table and stole it for his key? No, no he did it first No
6: he did it first Okay.
0: All right. He has access to everything in this building. I would also <laughs> need to read that
3: to <laughs> to <laughs> I don't I don't read my own stuff, let alone anybody else's. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. A two and nine guy. It's falling on hard times, man. <laughs> uh, it's been tough. It's been uh, tough. You think you have it hard, Hardy? At least you have other sports to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> what we gotta talk about a two and nine team. The Bruins. Also South every night. day. Every damn day. If Zappy <laughs> wins night.
6: today, because that'd be two throwback wins. He started in
3: one. Oh, yeah. That's Secret sauce. There's there we go. A- Red. <laughs> Red uniform. Oh, a lot of uniform.
0: To- How oh, did you see the Chargers uniform today? Oh, my God. Yeah, they're
3: not even they're wearing any though. of the 17 combinations they have that are awesome. They're,
0: they're wearing Just none the of them. the plain white
5: In the rain, that's a little risky, too.
3: Because
0: they're going to get
5: soiled. It's going to be a wet uniform contest. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. You, know, you can see right through these things.
0: Oh, that's
3: right. Oh, and you're very excited about that, obviously. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> I don't know, Tamara.
6: Like, I, Does he make you uncomfortable? He makes me uncomfortable. I cannot. I can't. Hardy's face. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> Deuce is on to something, though. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because some of these young men. Don't wear a tremendous amount underneath their pantaloons. Oh, that is correct.
5: And You're going to get like the jock strap shot. You you're going to get a little that, more like, than your If you're lucky, you'll
0: get the jo- jockstrap. <laughs> does uh, Fernando Ramirez, our guest behind the enemy lines, want to talk about wet uniforms, <laughs> or does he want to talk actual football? Hopefully we will, he wants to talk a football. little football. We will find out. Let's go.
1: You know the view from New England. We go behind enemy lines. But what about the view from the other
9: side?
3: And that's why you're our favorite uh, pregame show uh, guest every year. You guys
9: know you tell everybody that. Oh, yeah? I was on with you guys in 2018 Thursday Night Football.
3: Yep.
4: And
1: I was told I was the favorite guest of the show. Nope. Time now to go behind enemy lines.
2: My God, it's coming right forward.
0: Joining us now, uh, behind enemy lines, is Fernando Ramirez from the Sporting Tribune on X at Real F Ramirez. Fernando, thanks for joining us here. It's uh, it's Hardy and Mike and Tamara and Paul. How are you this morning?
8: I'm good, thank you. You, got, you guys uh, got me up early. I mean, it's West Coast time. We're not supposed to be up until about 10, 11 o'clock and... <laughs> And uh, you know, I, I know that's the that's what uh, that's what the narrative is out there. Um, so beautiful weather and everything, but I appreciate you guys for having me on.
0: All right, we appreciate you being up at eight a.m. and yeah. say you don't sound like an eight <laughs> o'clock in the morning uh, voice. you not ready to go. Let's do it.
8: Hey, I'm I, I'm ready to go. You gotta you gotta be ready to go at all times. So uh, I'm up and. I'm am an early riser. Lucky for you guys, I'm an early riser,
5: so right. uh, I'm out there trying to get that bread at all times. <laughs> These 10 a.m. I used to live on the West Coast. 10 a.m. starts what I miss most about it. So uh, I I'm I'm a little bit jealous. But uh, hey, Fernando, question just about Keenan Allen. I mean, I know he missed two or three practices this week. What are you kind of expecting him to be like today? And and just generally with the team, he's so. Like targeted more than anybody else. How do you how do you kind of explain um, just Herbert's connection with him, and is that a problem of him not really having those secondary targets develop yet?
8: Uh, so obviously, uh, when it comes to Keenan, he said on Friday that he expects to go. That's all. That's the indication that everybody's gotten. I mean, it'd be tough to try and get Keenan off the field, and uh, especially the way he's playing right now. I mean, the guys uh, the last three games. 175, two touchdowns, 116, one touchdown, and uh, 106 uh, last week. I mean, that connection right now, uh, I, I said it a couple I, – I asked Keenan during training camp, does it feel like you and Justin could go out there with blindfolds on and find each other? He's like, that's the way it looks like, huh? He's like, you guys are going to have to be ready for this season. This season it's going to be even more like that, and that's what it's been this season. But the problem is, no Mike Williams, no Josh Palmer – well, Quentin Johnston and other guys have had to step up. Unfortunately, they just haven't done it yet, and that's why they're on a three-game skid. That's why uh, they haven't uh, been as good as what everybody had hoped. Mike Williams going down, Corey Lindsley center going down. That's really hurt this Chargers offense, and, and uh, Herbert going to Keenan Allen is automatic. It's just everybody else needs to step up, and that's why the Chargers haven't won uh, in three weeks and, and in the last three games, so... Uh, it's really hurt them, and, and I feel like moving forward, yeah, Keenan's going to get his. He'll get over 100 yards. That's basically what's been expected this year of him, but it's everybody else who needs to contribute, and, and it just hasn't come together in, uh, in Kellen Moore's offense.
6: I have a question um, just about how the Chargers have lost five games by three points or less. Just identifying the root of that issue, is it you know Staley and his decisions based off analytics? Is it how competitive the NFL is, or is it because the Chargers' defense is really struggling?
8: It's because they want us to not be able to write uh, up until the end of the game. Or, uh, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, like a, uh, some, uh, uh, I'm, I met a journalist, and he's like, oh, should I just start writing now at the fourth
2: quarter? I'm like, no, wait until the end. Like, it always comes uh, down to the end. Don't but, tell me this today.
8: Uh, I, <laughs> but to be completely honest, the way they've been doing it, and I, and I give – the opposing defense uh, credit—they do not—they kind of—they've been able to get home with four pass rushers or three or, or stuff like that. But at the end of games is when they're sending the pressure because they know the Chargers' offensive line can't handle uh, five, six guys. In my—the the, the way they've lost those close games has been the same way every single time. They send five, six. They said, like Miami sent the house. Uh, Baltimore sent a couple of guys, uh, sent about six or seven uh, players. They are just—they know at the end of games they're not gonna be able to go. And then, if you go look at that play out with Baltimore, the fourth and sixth, um, Justin hikes the football. No receiver had turned around, no tight end had turned around. So Justin just kind of looked and he went, "Well, I'm gonna have to throw it into the ground." And he throws it into the ground because nobody had turned around. So that's kind of been the problem this year, is that defenses are dialing it up at the end and and uh, and, and everybody and they're just doubling Keenan and letting everybody else go free and the other guys just can't get separation. I think Herbert is like the second the, his, like his weapons are the second worst at getting open in the NFL so that's really uh, that's kind of really hurt them especially in crunch time situations because defenses are just playing them well but in the Detroit Lions game it was more about the Lions uh, offense just performed so well. And uh, they were able to kind of take the Chargers' uh, offense away, and uh, especially after they scored five touchdowns in a row. But basically, it's been great calls by the defensive coordinators at the end of the game.
3: Fernando, I'm just curious your thoughts on uh, the overall mindset of the team. You know, they've been disappointing at four and seven. Um, you know, I know Staley's been under a lot of fire. Um, where do you, how do you think the team has been in terms of overall effort, and uh, are they still sort of in the playoff hunt in your mind
8: no i don't think they're in the playoff hunt i had said after the jets game i thought that was going to be their last win of the season and it's not just because uh of this or that it's just i've been around this team long enough to know when it's kind of like they're kind of undermanned and unmatched and that's the way it is right now they they just on offense they don't have a lot on defense uh, it, it's kind of it's that bad that like people are even questioning if Derwin James is still an elite safety, which he is. Derwin James is an incredible talent, but the thing is, in Brandon Staley's defense, he has him doing so much that Derwin has to go to different positions and do different things. But Khalil Mack said it. He's like, I don't care, because Khalil Mack right now is on pace to get about 20 sacks, which is the greatest of his career. But he's like it, that. Th- he's like that. S doesn't matter. He's like, uh, you guys can fill in the blank there with us. Mm-hmm. But he's like, that doesn't matter. What matters is that we need to win, and I'm not doing it. Khalil Mack is 32 years old, and he's, he's, I mean, obviously he's closer to the end of his career than he is the beginning, so he feels the frustration. He wants to win, and this team just isn't doing it. Uh, but effort, yeah, they're still putting in effort. They played Baltimore really hard last week. And uh, Baltimore, by many, not by me, by many, are considered a Super Bowl contender. But uh, but it's just the effort is there. The thing that isn't there are the plays. The plays when you need them, they're not there. And the defense is just uh, kind of a mess also. So it's just it's not a lack of trying. It's just a lack of, of uh, execution. That's the, that's the thing that's lacked, execution this season for, for this team.
0: We get accused of being a negative, And uh, Fernando Ramirez from the Sporting Tribune says, here, uh, hold my uh, – their win against the Jets in week nine was their last win of the season take. Now that. They have twice Damn. as many wins as we did. <laughs> That's right. Um, yes. so. I love how you threw my name out there and, and everything. As soon as
2: I said, you're like, yeah, look at this. So, uh, <laughs> yeah,
8: no, I mean, it, it's just uh, – hey, it's not negativity. We're just telling the truth from our point of view. That's just and there's no uh, there it's just
0: that's just the way it is that's the way I kind of see it so no, that's fine'm sure that's the way you guys see it as well okay, yeah. so uh two quick questions for you to to wrap here number one, does Brandon Staley get fired if his team loses to this team today
8: I don't think uh I think it'd be i mean in a in a i guess in a I, 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 <laughs> I don't know how I want to answer this. To a lot of people, yes. I mean, people would've, fans would have fired him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But I don't think – that's not the Spanos family MO. The last time they fired somebody midseason was in 1998, uh, and it was Kevin Gilbride. But I just don't see them doing that um, midseason. I think they'll wait out of respect and everything. I think they'll wait until – but, yeah, I think they'll wait until after the season. But I mean, if you lose to the, I mean, that that's gonna be that that's a that's a rough way to keep on going. Especially if uh, I mean, I don't know if they believe that Kellen Moore is a contender to be a head coach. But if he is, I mean, you might as well should see what he has the yeah. last four or five weeks. But um, but I'd be I'd be very surprised if they uh, if they didn't wait until after the season. Uh, to uh, relieve him of his duties.
0: Okay, well, uh, having said all that, do you have a, a score prediction for today's game?
8: Well, yeah, I thought it was going to – it's raining and everything, so I said 16-15 Patriots. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God>. I just <laughs>
2: Hey, you guys wanted a one – you guys are asking me about the one
8: score games. Let's just <laughs> oh, add a sixth, uh, game into that
3: one.
0: Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I I. I, just, I, I, I no, I was just going to say, Fernando. If if we could compile all of our picks from our behind the enemy enemy lines guests and our picks here in studio throughout the season, I would say the overwhelming majority have these uh, have the Patriots at least scoring. In the teens at the most And a lot of times the opponents the same way A lot of 17-13, 16-15 That's a scorigami though yeah. I mean that I, I, I don't think we've had that prediction yet But I'm kind of with you That's that's kind of what it's feeling like
8: That's the M.O. of both teams though Yeah. That's how both teams have been And, and, and honestly the Chargers Have kind of played down to opponents Especially on the road I mean Green Bay Now all of a sudden going into this game against Kansas City You're like hey you know what they possibly could have a chance, especially after beating the Chargers. The Chargers got them jump-started. But then they beat the Lions, uh, and and now everybody thinks, you know what? This Sunday night football game might be more interesting than what people think. And, and that's kind of been the M.O. of the Chargers. Their, their defense hasn't been able to pick it up. And then the offense outside of Keenan Allen is just Austin Eckler hasn't picked it up. Joshua Kelly. Like, they just haven't been able to consistently move the football and score it. So it's just hard, and I and I think the Patriots are still a good team. Like, not a, like they're still a solid team. Like
3: that's still Bill Belichick over there, and that, and that's where I kind of see it. Bill Belichick. Fernando, just to Brandon let you know, really, they're not.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're not a good team. They're two and nine, and they should be two and nine. <laughs> I no, I understand that, but I meant like like that's still Bill Belichick over yeah, there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you kind of have to you kind
8: of still have to respect the mind that he is and, and everything that he's done. So when I look at it as the head coach versus the head coach, I mean, Bill Belichick obviously is a, is a great mind. I'm sure he wants to win before whatever happens at the end of the season. So uh,
3: yeah, Maybe he's going to end up out there with you. Beat him. Right.
0: Well, we didn't even – you know what? We'll leave that for, know, we'll, leave that for <laughs> that. we'll leave that for next time. We'll leave that for next time. Hey, uh, Fernando, great stuff as always. We appreciate you. Thank you. Of course, thank you guys so much. Happy holidays to you, your listeners, and your families, and and thank you so much for having me on. Uh, our Same pleasure, to you, Fernando. Thank you. There he goes, uh, Fernando Ramirez. You can follow him on Twitter at Real F Ramirez and read him in the Sporting Tribune.
3: Uh, took a run at the top ten, I think. He's re- he, wonderful we've had guy. Him on, we've had him yeah. on before.
0: Wonderful guy today.
3: Yeah, uh, he's really good. That's really uh, some personality, long yeah, answers, pleasant. He's a yeah, lot of information. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's a delight. Huh? <laughs> he's
3: just a delight.
0: Yeah, charming. Nice balance yeah. too.
3: And we oh, got a pick. The show, yeah. yeah,
0: we did sixteen fifteen. Oh my God,
5: that's is that five field goals versus? I think one and four.
0: Nah, I, th- I think it's a couple of touchdowns and a c- you know three, conversion thrown in there. <laughs> sure,
6: why not? Or safety.
0: Now the other oh. one that. Oh. Two touchdowns. They but go for two ones. Staley does that a I, lot.
6: I, I will say, like, there were a lot Missed of...
0: this extra point point in his safety. Oh, <laughs> no. there we
6: go. Oh, no. <laughs> there were a lot of interesting things that he said, but I thought it was interesting that he said, only Keenan Allen can create separation that no one else can't. And I'm like, yeah. that sounds familiar. It sounds like the Patriots offense. So I'm like, how could another team be in the same boat as them yeah. in their wide receiver room? It's hard. It hard it's play. hard to
5: find guys. I mean, they have one. At least yeah. they got one. Um, Quentin Johnson was the guy though. we talked a lot about last off season. I think there were you know plenty of listeners that, that wanted to consider him. I'm, I'm curious just to see him out here today, how he, how he looks. But yeah, tough day for maybe downfield
3: passing. We'll see. Well,
6: would you, I don't, would, does it seem like that? Like, yeah,
3: it's just kind of wet. It's not windy, is yeah. it?
6: Mm-mm. It's just yeah,
3: catch the wet ball. and cold. Yeah. They have all these gloves and all this stuff to deal with this. It's not it's not like a monsoon. No, no. But it's a Chargers. I mean, I was and so it's like quick coming from the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was zigging and zagging between those raindrops. Too. Oh, oh, man. I didn't God. even get wet on the way from the parking lot. <laughs> I would it have was. liked to
0: have seen that. Pop, pop, bang.
6: <laughs> my poncho says, says otherwise. My poncho <laughs> says otherwise. <laughs> is,
3: it ra- is it raining heavily now? Because when I got here, it wasn't really raining. What would you do with that
0: heavy. poncho? I can't so, tell you. Just consistent. Did you put it on the chair?
6: Yeah. Maybe.
0: Okay. Well, that seems a little uh, mm-hmm. r- 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 rude well for whoever's m- going to sit in that chair next.
6: It's me. Well, that that's one. My chair.
3: That'll She's be nobody. Problem. It's her.
6: That's what's my it, chair. What's your, your chair? You're really going to go that with is that is
0: until that cheese game is over, huh?
3: I uh.
6: sit in that chair during mm. pu during the week. That's my chair.
0: What if somebody were to come in right now? What if we have an in-studio yeah. guest and they
6: go to we sit don't. in that chair? We, we, we don't. don't we have any scheduled. I have the
0: list right
3: here. Get wet I
0: Can read it back for you. I don't need it read back to me. Okay.
3: Uh, it's very dark very,
0: out there, too. I it I, is. I can't, it is I can't remember the last time I came in for a 1 o'clock game and saw it's the lights
3: dark. on in yeah. the stadium. I know usually it's it is, that I agree. It's kind very is. dark. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they won't be able to see the ball. This is <laughs> dark. Turn the lights on.: I saw off. one of the games I was watching, um, and the guy immediately, it was like a deep ball down. You know when oh. the guy just doesn't react to the deep ball? Yeah, And he immediately started giving it one of these. Like, right, just to let just, everybody know. Just in know, case any of the 80,000 people in the stands didn't know. I, I couldn't see that. I didn't see it. I, I would have so caught I it. I would have caught it. I saw it. it,
5: definitely. Right. Didn't see it. I forget which game it was. Can't.
0: Well, let's go back to the phones here. 855-PATS-500. Email webradio at patriots.com. Kendall is in North Carolina. Kendall, you're up. What do you got for us?
9: Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Good Good morning. morning. Yeah, my question is for Paul. Um, Paul, I'm a, I'm a big fan of yours, man. One of my best patrons got to follow on Twitter and listen to him. What? Throughout the week.
0: Yeah, he's really good. Um, come
9: on. Yeah, Thank you. Like, Thank you, Kenny. I like his pace and whatnot. Mm. Um, my question is, uh, how soon after the season do you think a decision would come on hmm. Belichick? That's the first part of my question. It's a, a great the question. My second question is, um, what do you see, like, if we do bring Bill back, Will they, Will he um, – obviously, I don't think he'll be doing it. the GM duty. He'll probably bring the outside GM. But is there any um, other alternative besides that?
3: Yeah, I think it's a great question in terms of the time frame. And Mike and I were just talking about it before the show started. I, I, I do think it would be in the Patriot, Patriots' best interests if they're going to move on to just do it immediately. On mm-hmm. January 8th, mm-hmm. just make an announcement – and then figure out the rest, and, and not haggle over compensation or, um, you know, in terms of draft picks if he goes somewhere else, or payment, you know, whatever you owe him. I think it would be best for the team to just move on um, if that if that's what they choose to do. If he stays, then I think you'd find that out right away. I, I, what my fear is, they're going to drag their feet, and that's going to mean that Bill's not going to be back. Mm-hmm. But Bill's not going to quit, and I wonder if the Crafts are going to fire him. So there's right. this like gray area that everybody's sort of in limbo waiting to figure out, well, is Gerard Mayo the next coach? If not, is someone else coming in? If that's the case, who's going to be in the personnel department? Is Matt Groh right. and Elliott Wolf? Do those guys stay? I think it's right. obviously an enormous offseason for the Patriots. They need to figure right. out what their path is going to be and who's going to be making those decisions You know, in mm-hmm. terms of the draft, in terms of the the free agency and how they want to start this rebuild. So I, I think it's a great question. I don't have an answer for it, but my my, pi- mm-hmm. my choice would be to do it quickly.
6: I'm with Paul. I think mm-hmm. that everyone's saying, like, oh, you can't fire him. He's the greatest coach of all time. You can't fire him on Black Monday. You, you have to wait. You can't do it right after the end of the season. But I'm like, you need to just rip the Band-Aid off because I think waiting around mm-hmm. doesn't really help the situation at all. Um, and I and I understand, like, yes, he's won you know six Super Bowls here. He's done a lot for this for this club. But I think that just for the sake of this organization moving forward, it's just best to just rip the bandaid off. All right, and, Kendall.
9: Um, one more thing. Yeah. And, yeah. This, this last one. One more thing. Um, how many more games do we have to lose to guarantee us a top three pick?
0: Well, mm-hmm. it all depends what the other teams do. Yep. Right. Yeah. That is, it's not a it's not decided in a vacuum. But uh, I'd be real worried if they won two more on the way in. I think that I think that might screw it up real good for you. Yeah, it would probably hurt, but I think
3: two would be okay. Still be in the top 5 it They'd still be in the Where's top. Five? Well, he's three. the top three. Yeah, I think they'd be all right with two, but because I think the other teams are going to win a game. You know, I think Arizona. You know, if if Kyler Marty keeps playing, they'll win a game or two as well.
0: I, you know, I don't know about Carolina.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, Kendall. Thanks for the call. I Appreciate you. Um. 855-PATS-500, web radio at patriots.com for the electronic mail like this one from John in California. You guys are the best. That's right. The most enjoyable Patriots product this year. only one I'm making a point of watching. Thank you. On to Zappi. He must be the most motivated player in the NFL today. If he can win a few games, he is simultaneously making the case for his continued employment and eliminating his strongest competition, a top two Oh, a top two draft pick. Yes. No. His his new competition would be someone from the draft. I get what you're saying. I have to admit, I've become a tanker, but if he can <laughs> string together some wins, it's almost worth it. Tanking on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, John in California, thank you for the email and thank you for the kind words. So, interesting. It is an interesting way to look at Zappy it. Zappy yeah. must be the most motivated player playing a game today in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I like this rationale. Why not? Like, I? I I can not only establish myself as a legitimate NFL player, but I can make it harder for the team to get a guy in here that will be the future. Yeah, and
5: I think based on you know getting thrown into the end of the game, like though, nobody's gonna really judge him as harshly off of that. But this is, seems like he's had yeah. the week to prepare. He's been the starting quarterback, so. I mean, no question. Prove that you can even yeah. just be a backup. That's what we talked about this week. Like, a backup quarterback is something that this team is going to need. As much as everybody wants to, you know, get get on who the next starter might be. But if he's able to go out there and enlist, at least look functional and, and can manage things and, and, God forbid, don't throw a turnover, like, yeah. yeah, maybe you have something.
6: I said that the past few weeks. I was like, you know, I feel like it's not fair, and obviously life isn't fair. The way he's been thrown into the games this season, it's like impossible situations where it's like, all right, there's no timeouts left. You have to go down and score and – put the yeah. team on your back and it's like uh. and also share reps all week long but this week you know reportedly he had most of the reps followed by Malik Cunningham and I think that having a full week of preparation I feel like we're finally hopefully going to see okay what does Bailey Zappi have to offer can yeah. he be a backup like you mentioned I just think
5: the thing that's hard though a little bit is that if you are saying he's going to be a backup then like that's life with a backup you're going to mm-hmm. get thrust into situations unexpectedly and you know without much time to kind of get focused or have the week to prepare so um you know it is a little bit of a conflicting yeah. kind
2: of thing. No, where, but the only you know,
3: one that he got put in, I think, as a backup was last week. Yeah. Where, you oh, know, yeah. like, let's just say that Matt got hurt at the end of the half mm-hmm. and he just had to go up and one play drive the second half. Off. Like, yeah. 34 to nothing against the Saints, you know, whatever it was. I don't know. 38-3 go- against Dallas. In the the last game. drive in the Colts game is really tough. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: You
3: know, that doesn't generally happen, you know, where a guy comes in and – the game was on the line
0: which which by the way but last week was a legitimate backup quarterback yes, scenario yeah yeah it was um and it was a pretty big spot to go in at the end of that Colts game and yeah. forgetting everything about like the history and the and the the dignity of it and the respect and all that that's when this team should have fired their head coach after the Colts game in germany, in germany. that's in- when it would have happened in a sane reasonable world
6: there have but been plenty of instances this year where in a sane reasonable world the uh, coach would have been gone
0: yes but okay we've all uh, you know made our peace hopefully that that's we're not living in a sane reasonable world and uh, <laughs> the, the question about when it could happen is an interesting one um back just to the the, the idea of of zappy and like you know <laughs> being in a big spot today <laughs> F- to paul's po- what no go ahead what is it, Giggles? <laughs> you had like a back to the original point. It was just funny the way you did it. You shook your head a little bit.
3: I, you were very theatrical. They're, and they're that's m- insulting your hosting style. That's delicious. usually Mike's That's Mike's lane. He's very theatrical.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to eat a donut now. <laughs> I need All right. So I what is so so your point? Back to what original point?
5: Drop the pen. Push the mic. <laughs>
3: oh, you okay? <laughs> Nobody puts baby in a corner. I feel like Rupert. <laughs>
0: May I go to the bathroom, please? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Will Hardy. Little Hardy. Oh Little my hardy. God. <laughs> so it's like so a good. dwarf on golf. Bit. No. Uh, uh, you, you still think that maybe Mac could end up in this game today? Yeah,
3: based no, on. I don't think so. Based uh, on performance. Hasn't, mm. been, sp- I don't think hasn't so. been spotted out there yet. I think, think they. I mean, he might not even be active. Yeah. It's, like it's that'll giving, eliminate. It's
6: it. giving New York Jets where, you know, move to emergency quarterback vibes. That's what this is giving me today.
0: I just think if Zappy gets. The start, which is almost certainly going to happen, then they're going to let him play. They're going to let him play, and they're going to see it. They're, they're yeah, they're going to see what he yeah. can do. And for yeah. all the reasons that we were just talking about, and I'm starting to agree with, huh, maybe maybe he makes enough of his statement here in the final few games where they start to rethink the idea of oh God. If we end up at, if we end up with like the second overall pick, oh my God, who could we get? Right. Maybe maybe he starts to give them something to think about and in order for them to to really have a good idea and think they got to let him play they can't th- poor performance put mac back in i think mm-hmm. that's i think it's a borderline red- Ridiculous Man. notion. And they can't afford to be made to look ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely. Now you get the hell out of here.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I heard that story.
5: <laughs> I just
9: it's a, again,
5: it's, a I it's a big leap it's a big leap. It's a big leap for me to think
9: that.
5: It's a big leap for me to think that Bailey Zappi's gonna make like a claim on a starting quarterback job in the NFL here. So. Oh no, and, and I agree and, with you, Mike. I don't and, think it's about yeah. I
3: think it's more about what we were talking about all week and the backup.
5: I just I don't wanna deal with the whole like the defense gets a pick six you know the herbert kind of they're not playing well and bailey zappi just doesn't Which turn it over and was kind of the bailey zappi error you know, right right and that's like if the patriots year. win the game today i think that's what it's going to look like and you know and then we'll have to deal with like but you know maybe the team played a little better they with zappi i mean i know Mike, he threw for 175 Mike. yards you know it's like they played hard he was 21 uh. of 25 for hundred and fifty. Sixty-five yards Which was the with Detroit no touchdowns, game. no interceptions, and you know, like, like that's what I'm expecting if he plays like well. It was
3: a Kyle Duggar like scoop and score, and a bunch of field goals, like and a like blocked a, punt, and like a touchdown, at, you know, at like, the end to make it twenty-nine yeah. nothing. But right. it was
5: all field goals. Like the Chargers are all sitting on the bench, looking like Ladainian Thomas in circa two thousand seven. Now the Cleveland game, he played and,
3: well in the Cleveland game. Yeah, I mean he's year. made some exactly. plays.
5: I, I just think that would be the exciting thing. Would be if he came out and all of a sudden he's making some throws and like it's really they win because of him. Like that's not why in spite said make him. Zappy happy. Like, that's why Pat. Gave that's why. That's why he's
6: got. Also, the cake. speaking of field goals, if Chad Ryland misses any field goals today, I will be very concerned for him.
0: Yeah. You're brother. not concerned for him already.
6: I mean, I am concerned for him already because there's kickers, you know, in here this week working out. Only about no. 20 of them. Yeah. yeah, and they got one on the practice squad <laughs> mm-hmm. too. So
0: a lot of a lot of kickers and punters and special teamers.
6: Especially Big if this crew. is like a, a low-scoring game and it does come down to that. There's, like, an, there's like no No, they can't. Right? He's on What's the practice wrong? squad. No,
5: I just I had a brain fart right there. There's, they they
0: can't Bring promote Matthew Wright. He's yeah. he's the practice well,
3: they would have had to do it yesterday. Right?
2: Yeah.
0: Um. In a pregame show that is chock full of highlights already, from Paul's key to uh, Fernando to me sinking in my chair, we are about to witness another highlight, Floyd in Michigan. There we go. Floyd in Michigan. What do you have for us this week, sir?
9: Good morning, everybody.
0: Energy.
2: Love it.
9: (laughs) We have five questions. The first four, yes or no. Only the last one is it. All right. Question number one. Do you prefer Gerard Mayo over trading for Mike Briegel? Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yes. Yes. Question number two. If QB Caleb Williams makes it known that he doesn't want to come to New England, but is still on the board when the Patriots draft, should the Patriots draft him? Yes.
5: Yes. Yes. No.
9: Question number three. <laughs> Should the Detroit Lions extend QB Jared Goff this upcoming offseason?
5: Mm-hmm. Oh. I saw some scuttlebutt about this this
3: morning. Is he that's holding a, them back? That's
0: what's his, a good uh, one. What's his uh, status? Jared Goff? Yeah. Uh, is he, is he going into, into the agent? final year? I I th-
3: th- so next year is the last year? I think so. I will double check. I feel like I'd write it out then. No. I would write it out.
6: I feel like yes, only because – and I'm a, I'm a handed hooky, hooker girly because he went to Virginia Tech before he went to Tennessee. But before he got good. Yes. Um, <laughs> but because I, he's just coming off ACL, like surgery, and, you know, he hasn't played at all this season. Don't know if he's going to be ready. Not saying he's going to be like a Trey Lance situation or anything like that, but I think that it would be good for him to have – the ability to s- stay being a backup for now. He until
0: is, he's up, ready to go. He is no. set to make $21.5 million in 2024. Mm. Okay. Yeah, uh, so he's under contract next year. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah.
6: Then no. Then no, I'm good.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say no also.
6: Yeah. They should not. If it was ending this year, then yes.
9: Question number four CD Lamb says he's the best wide receiver in the NFL.
0: Do you agree with CD? No. 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 But he's good. He's yeah. real good. Yeah. I wouldn't call him the best. Final
9: thing. question. No, this we, one is not yes off. or
2: no. Yeah, okay.
9: In a recent mock draft, the Patriots selected Caleb Williams and Washington wide receiver Jalen Polk in the first and second round. After these two, what are the two next positions that you believe the Patriots should address in next year's recent draft? Thank you for the call.
0: Okay. Thanks, uh, Thanks, tackle, boy. I appreciate tackle. it. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to say uh, O-line, O-line.
3: Tackle. Yep. Yeah. Tackle. I would say tackle and edge rusher. Yeah. Yeah. Now I would want like more wide receivers too, but like he's looking for right. a different position. We're like
5: on the premium premium positions, but yeah. I mean, I think you've seen it this year with, without Judon, on, they need a secondary, you know, three down pass rush kind of a guy. And I don't think they really have one on those roster. It's, Uche remains that kind of specialist, and yeah. I just think that's what he is. I would say
6: if if opportunity presented itself, like a replacement for like Devon Godshaw would would be great. I think
5: I think you need to start thinking about that long term. You know, big interior guys.
0: I I I just I've kind of like come around on the idea, as unsexy as it is, that you build on the lines and you know start with the O line, and I, I you could tell me if they ended up with a quarterback if Zappy doesn't impress them in the final weeks here, and they they do draft a quarterback instead of going receiver on that second pick, just just build. Just, you know, build with, with tackles. You know, get yourself an edge rusher. Do it that way, which is kind of like the, the Eagles formula. You know, build with your line, and then you figure. I mean, even if you ended up without a quarterback, it's not fun. It's not exciting. But you got to get, you have to get the two lines, yeah. like, solidified, and then you can start building out from there. Yeah, I think I don't some. love it. I and I'm no, not. But I'm not uh, the one to sit here and come up with names for you. I'm not watching interior linemen in college football, and I have all the <laughs> ideas yeah. out there. But I just you. you I look just look think at what, you can rebuild like, your
3: lines in other rounds. You don't have to do that in the top ten. Okay, am okay. I? But I, 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 would fine. agree with your notion. There's a lot of things to fix. Yeah, like, and that's why, like, know, if you want to start with the lines. Okay, I get it. I
5: think so many of the questions you're going to get, like going into the offseason is like, how do we turn this around in one year? And I just, I don't think it's a one year yeah. kind of turnaround. You need to start stacking picks, and no matter what they take in the first and second round, and you know, reminder that that second round is you know really high second round pick, so they just they can't miss. It doesn't I, it's, it doesn't really overly concern me what they they just can't miss. They need, I mean, t- quarterback, receiver, tackle, both tackles, edge rusher. I mean, these are the premium positions. The only one you could maybe cross off right now is cornerback because you have. You know, Gonzalez coming back. And even then, I think you you got some questions in the slot. And how long is Jonathan Jones going to be around? So there's a there's a lot. lot I agree with
3: Mike. It's about making a good pick. Like I I get in an argument with Mike and Tony about this because they, you know, Mike thinks, you know, the secret sauce to always sucking is to be picking in the top five. No. Pick a good player and you'll get out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you and won't always be in the top five if you get it right. And stop yep.
6: trading down. Yeah. And also stop picking people from schools that I have to Google your school. If I've never heard of your school before, no.
3: <laughs> Lenore
5: Ryan. Never
6: heard. Of Except that. for him.
0: Mining and technology. But I mean,
5: you know, but even like the conversation we'll probably have is like, what kind of trade down is could you swallow? Like, could you swallow going from four to seven, or you know, when you pick up mm-hmm. another pick in that range? Like, you know, I. I you get to the point where you get to, you're at four or five, and the quarterbacks that you love are gone, and you're kind of in this middling area. You know, there's one argument that says you need a guy. It doesn't matter. You want to take a tackle here. You you, you could use it, but you need. It's also saying if you
0: could get three top hundred picks, you got seven picks, and you could have had more, but you didn't do anything before the trade deadline, and you didn't, uh, you know, add anything to your to your draft arsenal. So yeah, the the idea if if a quarterback that you want is not available, if you're at four. And going back to seven because the guy that you really need most, you know, is going to be available then. And you can pick up another pick or two. And what? Yeah, lay that one out for me. What would you get for going from four to seven?
5: I mean, probably a second. I don't know. Second rounder, like an extra second rounder. But I, I mean, would
0: probably do that. Know,
5: I mean, nothing crazy, but it's just. You know, I think there's there's plenty of debate yeah, to be I had about know. all this. There's there's debate oh, to go up. There's I debate to hate go up. Draft talk.
0: I know. Hate it. I'm sorry. Also, We've been forced into it in, in the earlier than ever.
6: And there's a debate to have new pe- people picking those, and like not just head coach, but oh, like I would say yeah. the scouts too. Tamara, like, all of every, this, everything needs to go.
0: All of this is predicated on new people picking yes. the players. Mm-hmm. Certainly at the top, that's that is my baseline to start that discussion. Which I don't want to have in the first place. So instead, we'll talk to Brandon and Atlanta. Hello, Brandon. What's going on? Hey,
10: how
4: you doing? Good. Hey, Brandon. Hi, Tamara.
6: Hi. <laughs> oh,
3: God.
4: Um. So y'all kind of just answered my question a little bit in the last, I guess, segment. Um, or the last question. Um, do y'all? I guess I just ask anyway. Hypothetically, considering all po- signs point to us being top five pick, and more than likely having a new jam do y'all see a world i guess you know to focus directly on this question sorry hardy i mean to bring up the draft but that's okay in the world now yeah um do you see a a world where we trade down not only maybe not even trade down but package like some picks to get a vet or maybe trade down to get more draft capital for this draft and next year's draft
0: so yeah like- i I think we I think we kind of just like laid that out as a plausible scenario. Deuce did. You're gonna you're gonna have to. You 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 don't have a lot, um, you know, like stored up right now. And an opportunity to do it came and went at this last trade deadline so I don't think that's a ridiculous notion. I the only thing I hate more than draft talk is when the draft actually happens and trading back and I have to ad- admit to being open to both of those right now because that's yeah. where we are.
5: Yeah. I mean I think it's just I think it's a balance and I just you look at this team what do they need? I think they they yes they need positions, but they need talent. They need mm-hmm. game changers. So I don't care, you know, if you insert the best left tackle in the game onto this team like it's going to make a difference. So I just I think they've got a lot of spots, and the core philosophy is don't miss on these picks. I get why people are gun shy about trading down though, because usually you were in the high twenties, the mid twenties. That's where you were starting out, and that's kind of the that's really the edge of the first round. There's usually 20 to 25 real first round guys. It's not 32 first rounders. So you know you were there, and then you're trading down into the so you're getting out of even the cusp of those first round type talent. They need first round talent on this team.
6: I feel like before you can do any of that, you have to figure out who you're, you're going to retain. And I feel like there are, you know, guys, especially on the offensive line, that I would want to keep just yep. because of the dividends that they've, like, made for this offense as of late. And so I feel like you should start there and hopefully not lose every single person that's up for renewal on their contract this season. Right. And then see, okay, what holes are left?
5: I'm, I'm on a Wenyu. Like, I mean, I, coming into the season, I, I would have probably had one order of just talking about the top three of Doug Uche and Wenyu. Um, I'm on one you first right now just I think his versatility if you can pay him in a way that he is a very highly paid right guard with you know incentives to play tackle you sign him and you say look we've got a lot of issues on our offensive line but we know that we Mm -hmm. have at least one piece on that right side that's going to be locked down whether he's playing right guard whether he's playing right tackle you've also got city so who's been playing pretty well um but that just takes some of the questions out. You, now you need a left tackle, but mm-hmm. it's not like you're looking at it right now With on when you're at right guard, and you need both tackle spots. I think that's a little bit overwhelming.
0: Brandon, thanks for the call, buddy. Yep. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go uh, right over to – oh, uh, by the way, did Paul leave? Paul yep. left.
5: He did. He just threw his arms in disgust and locked out. Right. Oh, no, he's doing his hit.
0: No, right. he's doing his chin wag with his sports up. That's fine. Eldred, North Carolina. What's going on, Eldred?
5: Hey, fellas. Hey, Tamara. How y'all Hi. doing?
0: Good. Eldred. Hey,
4: yeah, but I think somebody said if you got two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. especially with uh, Matt Jones and, and Zaley, Bailey Zappi. Uh, neither one of those. But uh, to me, if, if we're sitting at two or three, uh, I'm going to do it this way. Y'all probably laugh at me. I'm getting Marvin, Marvin Harrison, and like the other one said on, on round two, either uh, Jalen Daniels or Michael, Pick, Michael Pitt, which I want Michael Pitt anyway. I'll get those two first. Because if you get a tackle, that's not gonna help you off. It'll help you blocking, but if you ain't got nobody throwing, nobody catching, what good is the tackle? You know what I mean? Um I,
0: so, I I think I agree with that and I think I think there's a case to be made for it for other teams that have built that way and had some success with it. It's like it's Yeah, just, but
4: see they had somebody on the outside and somebody throwing. We don't have that.
0: Well, but you can get that but you can get that afterward. I I I know it runs counter to what everybody wants and to what the obvious thing is. It's like, oh, okay, the team is in disarray. What do we need? We need a quarterback. You do, but you don't want to get a quarterback in here and not be able to evaluate him because your line is so bad and you don't have enough around him or you don't have a defense that can uh, can get off the field and put your offense in bad positions continually. So there is a case to be made for starting with the lines and then – Kind of working your way out from there, I and it, Eldred. It sucks. I don't want to do it. I don't want to I talk it about happens. it. But that's where we I are.
4: Yeah, I know. But but in in other words, in other way, if you do it that way, say you miss out on the quarterback, and then you miss out on the top wide receiver, you're back square one again. So it means we got to keep either, Day Daily Bappy, Zappy, or keep Matt Jones, and then go from that. No, no. I know. Second round, you can get the mother. You maybe get. Uh, Daniels or Pennix. I think they're first if like no first round up,
5: picks, Eldred, though, I think you know? Penix and, and Daniels are going to be in the first like ten picks. Yeah. I don't think they're going in the second round.
0: And Eldred –
2: But, see,
0: I'm, I don't
4: think ten, ten, ten teams need ten quarterbacks. I think about three or four do, but I don't think ten do.
0: Is Chicago going to end up taking a quarterback again? Probably.
4: No, no. Uh, I, I, my pick is Chicago going to take uh, Marvin Harrison to help out uh, – how uh, about Justin Fields is see if he goes from there? That's what I'm thinking.
0: I know. I don't. If
4: they got first pick, that's what I would do.
0: All right. Thanks, Eldred. You really ain't got nobody. All right. Appreciate all right. it. I'm going to start calling him Zaylee Babby, you, by the you, way. Yeah,
5: you laid it out so well, Hardy. I mean, it's just – it's something that, like, everybody wants a quarterback or a flashy receiver, and, and everybody – like, we're all – but, like, we, you just have to, like, respect that there are plenty of football people um. that are not going – to go that they're going to say you need a tackle you need to rebuild the line we've spent so much time this year talking about the quarterback getting killed and if you have this giant left tackle who's going to secure the blind side for the next 10 years it's just it's something that you have to consider
6: inactives are here and the only surprising person on here is Dietrich Wise Jr. who no, sick. W- is sick is sick what you heard this morning um, so but everyone Alex else Austin, is pretty normal
5: yeah. Alex Austin, Jamichael Hasty, Vidarian Lowe, Dietrich, Demario Douglas and Booty were both already ruled out so Mac Jones is is active uh, there is no third quarterback. Uh, we already know that Malik Cunningham is uh, going to play. So, I mean, I, I kind of am intrigued right now, though, without Dietrich Wise, because I think Keon White's going to get to play a lot more today, mm-hmm. and I really think that's his best spot. I think that right defensive end, hand down kind of spot, they've been playing him all over the place, up and down, along the line of scrimmage, standing up, hand down, left to right, everything. Um, I just I think today might really be a chance for Keon White to get in there, play a, play a ton of snaps. I think he only played like 30 or so last week. I mean, he's, he's not playing a ton. Um, he is getting a lot of experience. But today might be an interesting day for, for Keon White.
6: I will say, I know that Mac is not on that inactive list, but I did think it was pretty interesting that like everyone's reporting that he's not out there warming up at all right now. Yeah. Like, so, so But all. he's
0: not listed as the emergency. No. Nobody is. Okay. So Nobody he's just, is. He's so going to be active. It, and it
6: sounds like he's active, but just not warming up at all.
0: Staying warm. (laughs) I think I think you could have gotten away with the emergency designation for Mac today, quite frankly. Maybe
6: it's more of, like, a self-esteem thing, like not wanting to put him on there as an actor. I just
5: think you have so many questions of quarterback right now. It's like, I mean, I get why, like, just don't even play him. Like, don't even dress him. Give him a week off. Let him – I get all that. But at the same time, you've just gotten such sporadic performance from everybody. We saw Malik Cunningham get out there, you know, a month ago and he looked like deer in headlights. So I wish I could remember
0: who – it may have been Ted Johnson who said something, and I apologize, Ted, if this wasn't you. But I – like – a, a decent football mind you, uh, broke down the Mac Jones thing by saying, "In this position, like, there's no sense in wringing your hands over will you be the backup? Is he going to be third? Is he going to be reg-? the best thing for him? Is just get away from the team. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you, you you've been pulled four games, and now you lost the starting job. There's no reason for him to be around. Yeah, like the the reasonable thing." And maybe the best thing for him, you're not a part of this right now. You really want to get your your head clear. And if he's got, you know, something glitchy going on up there that's causing him to, you know, to have the yips or whatever you want to call it and throw those picks, get away from it altogether.
6: Yeah, I think he could benefit from that. I mean, as soon as I saw the Jets do that to Zach Wilson, and obviously they don't know how to manage a quarterback at all, that's um, <laughs> yeah, not. Uh, exactly actually a recipe. That's but. a good decision because he's not like you know, looking over the the new starter's shoulder, he's not like visibly in the way or, di- or a distraction, but he's the emergency quarterback. Oh. And I feel like that space could be good for Mac Jones right now who really just needs to take a breather and not have any more stress or chaos happening for him right now.
5: Yeah, it might've seemed a little bit this week, like a weight had been lifted off yep. of Mac a tiny bit, just mm-hmm. in kind of how he was carrying himself. But I mean, just one kind of jarring thing for me that, that I think summed up the last couple of weeks, we were in the locker room um, on Thursday, which was Zappy was gonna, was gonna talk, and everybody, all the media goes right to Zappy's locker and everyone's set up. I mean, it's just, you know, and it was a really big contingent mm-hmm. there that day, too. Um, and everybody's waiting for Zappy, and then you just kind of see Matt come in and Matt goes to his locker, and nobody's really like the, the, the circus has left town, you know, nobody's really talking to him. It was just, you know, kind of jarring just to see that kind of picture of everyone waiting for Zappy and, and Matt to kind of come in, do his little thing, and nobody, you know, hey, man, you know, and just That's why get
0: him. away from it, man. Yeah. You don't need to be around that. Right. Don't wish that on anybody. Tim and Marlboro, what's going on, Tim? Tim.
10: Yeah, hey, I uh, on a lighter note, um I think somebody maybe like a month ago brought up uh uh sending Evan out for like tailgating. And I thought that would be a great idea for next season. Somebody I think maybe Alex brought it up.
5: We'd love it today in the I rain. I'd be, uh yeah, I'd love send to Evan out that. to the rain.
0: Sure, you'd enjoy it out there yeah,
2: today. Not it's
5: today, pleasant.
0: But... <laughs>
2: yeah.
5: Meanwhile, Evan's, like, up in the press box right now, like, typing his little thing. Like, Evan, Evan, why don't you go, go walk around the tailgates?
0: Yeah, we need you to <laughs> go do your tailgate yeah. <laughs> hit. 40 uh, degrees. Uh, and yeah, no. Constant drizzle. <laughs> there's there's 18 people out there. Go hang with them. Go us. talk to some drunk people and see I, if they're excited. Yeah, go join the party <laughs> out there.
11: Yeah,
10: I guess it'd have to be warm weather, and the team's got to be better. Oh, no, it doesn't. Year, but I... <laughs> well, I, the other thing I was thinking, too, is... Um, you know, maybe not drafting a wide receiver, but getting one in, in free agency. I think Michael Pittman is a free. Yeah, lead.
5: he's probably the best. Uh,
10: and that guy's a. I love that guy. Um, I'll take it off the air, but yeah, I mean, I think getting a tackle and a quarterback in the draft. I mean, yeah, a tackle and the quarterback, and then maybe uh, getting um, a wide receiver in free agency, or maybe even trading a future pick for a wide receiver, like uh, you know, like Buffalo's done, and uh, you know, like. Um, that Miami did, you know, something yep. like that. Oh, yeah. I'll take it off the air. There's time, There's
0: time to get creative, for sure. I, I
6: would sh- love to get creative and get, like, T. Higgins. Like, yeah. that would be incredible. Just to have a guy who's, like, already a great rat runner, he has the speed, he's not new to the NFL, like, he just needs to learn the system, like, that would be great for the Patriots. Yeah,
5: and after Marvin Harrison Jr., I just, I think the receiver thing really, really scares me, um, you know, and I, I I could warm up to Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, he's, he's, he's awesome, but... I just think there's so many good receivers in the second, third round. Like you get those guys and like I don't totally disagree with the overall philosophy of of trying to have a a somewhat balanced offense. And you know, like yeah, it's great to have what Herbert and Just and Keenan Allen have out there where it's like, guess what? He's gonna get targeted seventeen times today. But I also just see the appeal in having a balanced attack where we have guys who are all productive and maybe Mm -hmm. there isn't that number A one stud, like it, it works, but it also can backfire on you when teams just aren't going to, you know, completely focus on him. mean, we're looking at a Chargers team that has two elements that I think Patriot fans are dying for. A young quarterback with all the skills that you need, the size, the arm, all that. And a receiver who, you know, is a veteran receiver, like you kind of mentioned, T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. Not that those are you know, necessarily totally the same player, but it's at least the same kind of philosophy of getting those that guy to be really productive on the outside. So. There's plenty of different ways to, to build a team. I just I, – I think the receiver thing, overextending to get a receiver and and not and then having questions, at quarterback, and offensive line, that stuff, I think that – I don't know if that's a formula for, for long-term success. I
6: definitely think that position scares me the most just because they have not been able to develop one as of late. Like – and, and that's Nikkeel but Harry, again, that who's going to yeah. be developing? Who's going to be yeah. picking
5: him? You know, that's and that's what you kind of wrap your head around. On one hand, you're like, God, it scares me. But at the same time, you know that that you know there there at the very least, like even if Bill Belichick is back, this offense has been so bad two years in a row that there has to be some kind of substan- substantial changes to mm-hmm. this offense. Um, you know, whether it's starting quarterback, whether it's really trying to put the tackle question to bed. I mean, that's something that they've been chasing really since Nate Solder and, and Sebastian Vollmer left. That you know, it's just been uncertainty. There's been guys who were injured Isaiah Wynn you know just doesn't have the size like there has to be a part of you that's appealing to saying god what if we had a Trent Williams on our team just a giant tone setting Mm. big tackle who's always out there who's big and tough and when your quarterback gets a little extra business at the end of the play this monstrous dude is going to come in and you know lay the law down I think that there's some some appeal in that to me
6: yeah and I'm just like I feel like this point in the season what are we 13 weeks in I can't I don't even know where we are right now it's week 13 why are people still getting confused and like having communication issues and not running routes properly, like we're yeah. not week one. No, and that's weird.
5: And it's I mean, would anybody, any of us, have thought that this offense would be as dysfunctional as last year's no. was? I mean, it's just it seemed like a, a, at a baseline that Bill O'Brien was going to be able to get this offense back to at least the middle of the road. You know, I thought that was that was kind of my ex- I didn't expect top ten or anything like that, but that a well coordinated offense with Mac and you know we knew Mac from Alabama and he should be able to push the right buttons to to get. You know consistent performances out of him, but it's just it's there's no other way to slice it. It's been disappointing.
0: Let's grab Nick in Nebraska before we uh, take a quick break here on the Patriots pregame show, Fueled by Duncan. Nick, what do you got for us?
12: Hey, Nick. how's
0: it
12: going? Hey. I'm
11: sorry, I just tuned in. I don't know if he talked about it or not, but everyone's talking about the QB situation, who we should draft, but uh, what can we do for head coach? Is Bill still going to be here, or who can take his spot?
7: At the least, I'd say he needs to be removed from his GM role because he can't
0: draft. Well, this is this is the two-pronged thing, number one. Uh, a lot of people have theorized, well, what if he just take the GM duty as away from from yeah. the head coach? Yeah, he, with that. yeah, he's not going to do that. So um, it is, it's going to be a question of replacing – the, the GM if this is if this is what you want and a lot of people I have already predetermined this is what's going to happen you're going to have a new GM you're going to have a new head coach you're going to have a new uh, two assistant coaches automatically I can't imagine either of the Belichick's staying with Bill on st- you know or staying here uh, once Bill is no longer the head coach and you've got a lot of you know th- arguably the two most important positions to fill on this team from a coaching perspective or a front office perspective and GM and head coach. Yeah, that's, uh, we've been, we've been talking about it since week six, Nick. I mean, seriously, it it is, it's not a new theory, but I tell you what is also not new is the idea that Bill would somehow stay and be the head coach without being the GM anymore. And I just don't don't think that's a a legitimate possibility. I don't
5: see it. No, I think that the big question is how much are you going to extract this Regime from this organization? Are you going to have carryover? I mean, I think we were talking about it this week. Is it the simple answer of Mayo is the head coach and, you know, Steve Belichick's the defensive coordinator and Billy O stays on and Macro becomes the GM and, you know, you just take the Bill Belichick out of this. Does that cure yeah. the problem? Or do you need to clean
3: house well, and hey, completely reestablish
5: on, all the team's philosophies? On
3: its surface, think about that for a second. So we're going to take the very, mo- the very best thing out of all of that. The most talented thing yep. is Bill Belichick's coaching mind. We're going to remove that and expect to be better. Like, I don't know how that works. I, just, I just You know, and the whole, like, GM thing, even – and I agree with you guys. I don't think that would fly. I don't think Bill would necessarily be on board with that. But even if, let's just say hypothetically he would, isn't that dysfunctional? Like, you have a guy who's right. always been able to have – now I'm just going to say, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, I'm struggling. I'll let you t- – like he still wants the kinds of players that he wants to coach. You know? And he's gonna work his way to find those players. It's whether he's picking the players or not, it's kind of irrelevant at this at this stage. And how do you expect twenty another, plus years
5: in. How do you expect another GM too to come in and pick players that are going to play for Bill Belichick? You know, like it's at least at least Bill if he's a dysfunctional the, setup. Yeah, the Bill yeah. if he's picking the players, at least he knows what he expects and, and what he wants out of them. Exactly. Now you know, I, I do think that it's just the sheer volume. I never thought that it could get that you could miss on enough draft picks and free agent picks that it would get ahead of uh, ahead of him. Like he'd always be able to draft enough talent or acquire enough free hey, agent he talent. He
3: drafted really well from two thousand all the way to what?
2: Twenty twelve.
3: Like that's yeah. a long stretch of yeah. being real I used to call I called him a very good drafter once and I still get mocked for it. But that's fine, like that's a long stretch of really product productive drafts, like 2000 to 2012, and I think that's is that where it was like Malcolm Brown, Dominique Easley, yep. like 13, yeah. 14. Yep, that's when it Dobbs started. Yeah, work. yeah,
0: yeah. All right, uh, oh, Nick already hung up. Good. All right, well, <laughs> thank you for the call, Nick. We're gonna step aside. Uh, don't forget uh, on this Patriots pregame show, which is fueled by Duncan making it to Wednesday is a win in itself. And to celebrate, Dunkin' Rewards members get a free donut with drink purchase every Wednesday now through December. We're in December. Limit one classic donut per member per Wednesday. Terms and exclusions may apply. Participation may vary. Offer ends 12-27-2023.
13: TouchView Interactive from the Oakers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, TouchView also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Oakers.com. By the time this Patriots fan has finished drinking his Pepsi,
14: you'll be 15 seconds closer to game time. Patriots watching
9: Better with Pepsi. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless saving in
14: one efficient stroke
6: iPhone
9: 15 Pro on Verizon.
14: This holiday, trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One, all on us with Unlimited Ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on Unlimited Ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade and slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends of eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on Unlimited Ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details.
7: When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! ...replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx. Where now meets next. For residential delivery only
14: iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday, trade in any iPhone in any condition. For the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with Unlimited Ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on Unlimited Ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade and slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends of eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers to require eligible phone purchase with activation on Unlimited Ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details.
13: TouchView Interactive from the Okers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, TouchView also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit okers.com. By the time
14: this Patriots fan is finished drinking his Pepsi, you'll be 15 seconds closer to game time. Patriots watching. Better with Pepsi. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating
9: bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless saving in one efficient stroke.
13: TouchView Interactive from the Yorkers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays.
14: On Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K and six months of Apple One. All on us with Unlimited Ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on Unlimited Ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade and slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends of eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on Unlimited Ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details.
7: When someone acts Accidentally threw away the school play costumes. Oh no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx, and with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night FedEx, where now meets next, for residential delivery only
9: iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon.
14: This holiday, trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with Unlimited Ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on Unlimited Ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade and promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends of eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on Unlimited Ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket
1: Hotline at 855 PATS500 or email this show at webradio at
0: patriots.com. Start zappy over Mac and let that be the rallying cry. And however it shakes out, it shakes out. But that's what they should have done today. And I don't think they're going to do it. So. It's yeah, like just, an Oscar
6: clip go, right here. This is the we're Oscar gonna clip. I'm just going to go ahead and, <laughs> and give you the key. That, that was amazing. I never right?
10: learned
1: how to read. <laughs> like. The passion live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium. Here's Hardy.
0: And not only did I not get the key for that last week, it went to the worst key and that it did. Thanks. I I kind of think Paul's was the worst key this week too. I really do. I mean, it, it made it made sense and the more we talked about it, I came around on it and I don't hate it, but I didn't think it was great. Sorry, Paul. Uh, no offense taken. Do like you the, think your you, Did I think my take
3: was great? You didn't young? want
0: to say what your key was. No, I had no problem with that. Well, you just didn't want to speak.
3: I, so, <laughs> no. All right. What? My reservation was because mine kind of, I just said Mayan. <laughs> uh, mine was in stark contrast to what Tamara had said, which was kind of my reluctance to sort of, like, I didn't want to make it sound like I was like, well, that's dumb. And mine's going to be totally different. Like. She was like, run the ball. And I'm like, yeah, don't run the ball. Like, Throw it (laughs) down the field and try to make some chunk plays. That's kind of why I was a little reluctant to say it.
0: I'm going to start doing that. Whenever Paul submits his key, I'm just going to submit the opposite. Of the, oh wait! I did that for about six weeks straight last year. I believe that was my thing. Remember any that James White action? <laughs> Do you remember that when you would you would say run the ball? I would say <laughs> throw the, run ball. <laughs> the ball. You did
5: have a run of those. I did. Yeah. He's and then a, I had to come a up funny guy. contrarian.
0: Well, then I would have to come up with a reason, you know, like solid reasoning to go that's, against. That's that. That's not hard for you. No, <laughs> that's not hard at all. <laughs> Can argue any point, anything. YouTube. Watch this. Jason Canada, whatever you say, I will argue against it, even if I completely agree with you. Go ahead.
10: Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Uh, hi. Uh, well, um, I just wanted not to be shy and just instead of emailing, just ask this question. I am on team uh, M.H. Draft M.H.J., but I just really want to know, like, how the dad will react because. I really am. The reason why I really like him is because we can't seem to develop a wide receiver. So I thought the dad would help coach, but I don't know if the dad hates us because we're the we're the Pats and he's a Colt. I don't really know him that well.
2: You
0: want to you want to yeah. draft him because his dad can help coach him up?
7: Yeah,
4: kinda.
10: I don't even. What,
0: I don't even. I don't, I know. Well, I, I automatically disagree with that point. I think that's a terrible idea. I think anybody wow. who's too tied to it's, it's one of the reasons. That I, I only lukewarm on Caleb Williams. I think he's got some real issues there when it comes to his, uh, let's just say, his foundational parental support right now. Yeah. That I question his ability to I function agree. as an adult human boy in, uh, in the NFL and whether or not he's going to be emotionally oh. equipped for that. A
3: little less on that as I'm worried about the father. For Caleb Williams a little bit. Yeah. But I haven't seen anything with Marvin Harrison He's uh, with his quiet. kid. I oh, haven't really, really – I haven't seen him in the spotlight Nothing. at all. Like, am I missing that? No, and we did the same thing last year. Because I don't, watch, I don't watch all the stuff no. with the college – I mean, I watch some games here and there, but I don't watch, the, like, the pregame. And,
5: I haven't seen anything with him. It was the same thing with Joey Porter Jr. last year where – Yeah, I didn't you know, see much, much with his dad either. And, and he just said, look, my dad's going to be happy for me to get my chance. And if that was how, how it worked out, I don't – I don't think Marvin Harrison would would you know? Yeah, and the that, other so. part, uh, uh, it, it was Jace,
3: machine. right? Is if, Jace if Jace yeah. is still listening? Like, I I wouldn't. Um, m- I'm not telling you this is a hundred percent because who knows? It could change. But my my feeling wouldn't be to be worried as much about the developing of a wide receiver because that's been a problem. Because I don't think the guys that have been developing wide receivers are going to be around. Yep. So there going to be some new guys coming in again. Right. Not a hundred percent. Not a hundred percent. Who knows? But. I feel like you probably have some different offensive coaches next year, and they'll be tasked with trying to develop Marvin Harrison if that's where you go. And I wouldn't be opposed to that. yeah, right.
5: and and it goes back to the question of how much you know how much is retained? Is the system retained? Is this still a system that is going to ask a lot of wide receivers after the snap to adjust to the coverages and those kind of things? I think those are all part of the you know issues that that made things difficult here.
0: Thanks, Jace. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, call Thank it, you, Jace. Call any time. We love the emails, though, too, like uh, this one from Simon in Brooklyn said, Hey, guys, I completely agree we are due for the overhaul you guys have been discussing for the last few weeks, including coaching staff GM and overall roster moves. That said, if Williams and May are off the table for us in the draft, would there be any part of you that would be interested in running it back with Belichick for one last season <laughs> if – Brady came out of retirement to do one more year. <laughs> it's not anything I think would be a real solution or if Tom has anything left, but fun enough to see if we could finagle Bill and Tom to retire both as patriots, ready to be laughed off the show. Simon in Brooklyn yeah that's now, well, Simon, I'm not going to laugh you off the show, but i I'll look let's just put it very, very bluntly. Tom Brady, if he goes ahead with his current plan, is going to make um more money than he would make even as a one-year quarterback with the Patriots working a couple days a week, calling a game in the Fox booth. He's going to make $37.5 million next year doing that and will continue to make that every year if he wants to and if he's any good at it for nine more years. Is he going to pass that by to come in and uh, quite possibly implode? And and leave a lasting legacy of suck. <laughs> I because I I would just say I
3: and this is I don't know if this is controversial. I have no interest in that. No, like this forget it. All you guys all have all the rational reasons why it would never happen. Yes, it, well, yeah. But I, mean, so. I have no interest in twenty twenty four. Bill Belichick coach, Tom Brady quarterback. Like I need like I want the organization to move forward. Right. I don't want one last gasp effort to try to see Get if the, we can yeah. recapture the. You know the past glory and have a a great season. Yeah, like unless you were going to tell me, get Gronk too. No, like oh. definitively. But 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 they're going to do that and they're going to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, <laughs> I would want to win the Super Bowl. You know, like it. But you, it doesn't work that way. You don't have that guarantee. I don't think they would win the Super Bowl with that. And I'm not interested. To me, that's just putting off the rebuild for another year. I mean,
0: it's yeah. you, you. It's difficult because they're two of the best ever do it you know and i'm 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 bringing it down they're, they're, a little bit they're goats i mean there's right? no arguing they're, there they're yeah. goats but you wouldn't do that with any other team in any other circumstance you know what the bruins really needed a defenseman this year let's bring back bobby or julian and i was gonna say Zdeno Chara. <laughs> oh okay. right uh, let's <laughs> we'll bring back Chara <laughs> US and probably Julien. would have been more realistic right. <laughs> all right let's do that yeah no no we're not Bork. doing that.
5: Not Ray Bork. We could do Ray Bork, no.
3: No, but it's, I, I like uh, Hardy's. I mean, that's yeah. like you, the old coach no, and it's... the old n- number one stud defenseman, Tim <laughs> Thomas, who aren't that let's old. Get, let's get Tim Thomas and Claude
0: Julian in there, okay. and that'll solve everything. <laughs> no. Just nostalgia for the for the good old
5: days. Now yeah. I'm. I love nostalgia. I know we all love nostalgia, but that's, that's all I got. <laughs> those days
0: are gone. Du, 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 du. Oh.
5: Nick, baby, oh.
0: love. What's going on, Nick?
12: all right let me talk hardy so uh, to start with as i text fred and i talked to the front office my number one priority is to make sure they retain you and even tamara and of course mr holy cross you know D train and obviously paul is my you know fratello which means brother in italian for life oh, i knew that one. Um, fratello. M- moving on from that that's really important um Obviously, you know how I feel about Belichick, except for one thing I disagree with him on. Um, I think it's really, really critical, you know, the moves he makes, and you guys are making all kinds of comments. Um, I don't know if it's a quarterback. I don't know what it is, but does everybody know? I, and let me finish, Hardy. Does everybody know what America means in Italian?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, silence.
12: Okay, so let's pretend this is somebody else because I want to go off now, okay? Zappy and anybody else, I'm going to be polite. They stink. This guy that's in from Alabama, he's intolerable. I've suffered all year. He's history. Oh Lord. Bring somebody else in. However, you got to maneuver, trade down, do whatever. It's, it's going to be an off season that's incredible. And and Paul said it best I heard earlier. That who the hell are you going to bring in that's going to replace a Belichick? Give him a chance and let's move forward. And we just had 20 great years. Why complain? Life is short. I love you guys very much. And you're doing an incredible job on this show.
0: Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. Thank you, Nick. I have a fundamental um, difference of opinion with Nick when it comes to Bill Belichick, and that's yeah. fine. He wants to bring him back. I would say, Nick, your reason, your reasoning has—you mentioned it last week, the week before, again this week—all the championships last 20 years. How about the last four? How's it trending? Are things getting better? What evidence do you have that Bill, as GM and coach, can turn things around, which is what this team needs? I mean, they're two and nine. They need to be turned in the other direction and have something completely different happen, both on and off the field. What evidence is there that Bill Belichick is the best person for that job? I'm not saying you're going to find the next Bill Belichick. You're going to find another coach uh, as good as him, much less better. But if something needs to be done completely differently, why on earth would you stick with the same guy? I can't come up with a reason. I'm with you. I'm ready. Okay. All right. I'm ready to move on. Uh, John in Miami. Hello, John. Thanks for joining us on the Patriots pregame show, Fueled by Duncan. What's going on?
7: Howdy, everyone. I'll just say John Baby Love doesn't have the same ring as Nick Baby Love. No, <laughs> no, no, no. There's
0: only one Baby Love, and it's not you, John. You can Nick be... Baby
12: Love. Well, I don't need a nickname.
0: Right. You can be Johnny South Beach.
7: <laughs> there we go. I actually love that. That's, that's great. Okay.
0: He's going to um,
3: get a tattoo. A tattoo. <laughs> so, so from
7: from just kind of thinking a little bit about all this talk of, you know, Bill Belichick's career and retirement and all that, or this is a question for Hardy and for Paul. Does this kind of make you think about your own career mortality at all? (laughs) And if you were traded to another team and – kind of forced to cover another team. What kind of team oh, I'm would you like to cover? <laughs> and I'll take the call. Here. What about
0: traded to another show? I'm not, I'm not sure I like the tone of Johnny South
5: Beach's uh, inquiry. I mean, Paul's had a great run. He won a bunch of Super Bowls. I'm ready to move
2: on.
3: <laughs> Listen, I had nothing to do with being 2-9. and nine. I resent that.
2: What did I do?
3: Uh, who would I like to cover instead? Um, Kansas City. <laughs> you yeah, probably be fun watching Mahomes Mahomes.
0: i I think uh if you could if you could choose your job that you do now right, and you wouldn't yeah you' not correct it would not be what I would choose well, and you wouldn't do it for I would any other
2: your t- job. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh patriot for life paul perilla, you right would, you would not do this for another team, but let's say you were forced into it, right mm-hmm. you're being traded to be the dot com guy for team x for five years, yeah. What team do you go to? So, this is a good question for you. It's, to, it's, a, and it's a great. And now, Deuce, you are brought back into the It's A great question. <laughs> oh, now, before you,
3: the, before the move, it, it would have been a no brainer for me. I would have said the Chargers. Yeah. Because I would I would love San to go Diego, to San Diego uh, for five years. I have no interest in L.A. for yeah. five. No offense, Mike. No, no you're I, I, LA. I left. You're an L.A. boy. <laughs> I left. Uh,
2: hmm.
5: Florida, Florida.
3: Come on. It's Dolphins? Not, not great. Florida. Either. <laughs> Probably Fla- yeah, I would say Miami. Florida. I kn- Florida. Donnie. Florida. Hey, Don to f-
0: Florida. Hey, if you want. <laughs> sunny Black wants you in Florida. If you want to You're contact black me. You're Sunny guy now.
3: I'll be in Florida.
5: I like the appeal of the Chargers a little bit, too. But there's a certain element of, like, on one hand, I think the Chargers are kind of loosey-goosey. And and I like that about them. Great. But, but I also think, like, not a lot of people care about the Chargers. So, like, there's something about, like, here oh, a where no matter what, they're good, they're bad. People are invested. They love the team. They, they're they passionate. You know, it's like I wonder if, like, we're doing Chargers unfiltered. Does anyone care? Is anyone calling in being like, how can
13: they be this bad with Justin
5: yeah, Herbert? I'll like, throw you know one what I mean? die I'll yeah. throw one
3: at you too. Throw it at me.
0: How about Houston? Houston. Five
3: nope. years. Uh, I would not want to yeah. live in Houston. yeah. Nah. I spent I spent some time there. It is big. That's why I wouldn't want to live there. Big place. Kind of like I feel similar about LA. Like it's just kind of sprawling and everything takes forever to get to. It'd be
5: tough to cover the team if you didn't like in LA if you didn't live South Bay around, you know. And even I think the the Rams practice facilities up in like Thousand Oaks. Like that's like up in the valley. So it's like you're now driving you guys all are over really creation. thinking about this yeah, well, like Well, Hardy, I take this job seriously and you ask me a question, I'm going to answer it, okay? Oh.
0: Oh. All right. Now I'm dropping when my pen when you're when you're allowed to answer that. The
5: first part you weren't. <laughs> I, I'm, hey, I appreciate you let me into that conversation though because caller didn't want me on
0: it, but that's fine.
9: You're a sports writer. You make a lot of money.
0: <laughs> Bart from Poland, via Cadorbo's Spain, Cor, Cordo Cordova. Cor, Cordo- Chrysler Cordova. 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 It's a Cordova. Fine Corinthian leather. Correct. Gotta say, you know I don't speak Spanish. I'm one of the biggest tank guys out there, and I've been here since week four. Absolutely Boy. hated the <laughs> Buffalo win. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love. I love Bart already. Uh. However, I'll be completely fine with the number three pick, as I think that by April the consensus top three will not be Caleb Drake and Harrison, but Caleb Drake and Jaden Daniels. Yep. We have a two-game lead over the number four pick, and even right now when it seems like a reach by April, I think it won't. I'll be completely fine with any of those three quarterbacks in the top three. Okay, so here's my problem with that line of thought. All right. I agree with him.
3: I think that there's a chance that Daniels continues to rise up the charts. That doesn't mean he should. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. This happens all the time. Nobody was talking about Zach Wilson being the number two overall pick while they were actually playing games. That happened once the BYU season ended into that pre-draft process, and then he shot up the charts. Yeah. That would be my, and I'm not telling you, Jay I, – I really like Jaden Daniels a lot, and I would be happy if they took him, but that doesn't mean I think he's the third overall pick. And that – you could be fine. Like you say, well, what difference does it make will you draft him as long as he's good? I agree. As long as he's good it's just kind of hard
5: feeling like you got the third best quarterback even if he's not but like you know i think like the chase the uh, the case of the chargers or the bills you know when you're taking that guy who isn't one of the top one or two you're you're more working with development you know when you're saying like josh allen or, or or herbert like they have all the tools they're not quite there yet yes we're getting the third quarterback in this draft but we think that with some time he will be that guy like with a guy like Jane Daniels, which I mean, you know, admittedly I haven't really jumped in a hundred percent on him, but you know, it still is—is—is is, is he an ascending player that you know potentially could be the best? Like, if we're gonna take a quarterback at like three, four, five in the draft, I want to be able to talk myself into this guy might end up being special, even though he is the third pick. In the and draft, he could be, you know?
3: and he could be that. But I'm just saying, I would be worried about the guy who moves up 30, based on thirty spots. Yeah. Once the season's over, yes. Like yep. I worry about those guys.
0: Um, how about Anthony in Virginia? Anthony has a question on Bailey Zappi. What is it, Anthony? I think It's Bailey Bappy, actually.
3: Hello.
8: So let's pretend that Zappi is starting, which I've heard many rumors. They probably not to
0: pretend. Let's do just do it. Do we
8: think that this is his only chance to prove himself? No, no,
5: no. Because I don't think anybody's going to take the job from him.
0: I think he'll get three weeks. She's talking
3: to Patriots. <laughs> I'm on, on the filter. phone, ma. Don't you worry about who he's talking to. All We're right. having a conversation over here. All
0: right, here. Anthony. All right, he's got something going on there. The
3: <laughs> guy was making fun of him. Who are you talking to? <laughs> he's talking to us. It's an honor. It's fine. Whose honor? <laughs> your honor.
0: You know, I went to a Uncle swingers <laughs> party the other night, and I met the mayor. And he said, have I met your wife? I said, your honor. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a good joke. All right, over-unders. Here they
5: come.
1: It's time for this week's edition of Over Unders. You're over me? When were
13: you under me? Okay.
0: Um, That one got me. Well, this was not a great week for me. Maybe I made up for it in some other competition that we'll uh, talk about later on in the show. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what happened. But uh, what happened last week? Mike. 3-3, Three and three. Paul and Hardy one and five. Bringing
1: Yikes. the season totals to Mike thirty six and thirty. Paul 34-32, Hardy thirty and thirty six.
0: I'm not doing any contrarian uh, anything today. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going. I'm, I'm just going for what I think. Hey, we got warm ups going on. Look at that. They're, oh. they're wearing red. Woo. I don't know if you know, but they're wearing red
3: today. Rega, he's all red.
0: They're red sleeves. Red sleeves again. There's Judon. There's Judon again. <laughs> I can't believe he's out there. Oh my god. Okay, um, so let's uh, let's start this off. What do you got for us first, Matt?
1: Justin Herbert, passing yards, 246 and a
5: half. All right, I think my, my, I think my theme for today is a uh, uneven day for Justin Herbert. Um, I'm going to go under. Yeah, I will take the over on that.
0: I, too, will go over on that. I don't think it's going to be all that uneven.
1: Justin Herbert, interceptions at a half.
0: I will take the over on that as well. I think he throws a pick. I don't think he does. I'm going under. I'm with Paul. I think he throws a pick.
1: Devontae Parker receiving yards, 34 and a half.
2: Mm. <laughs> Hi, kids. Uh, Devontae Parker.
5: Under. Yeah, he's a weird like kind of streaky guy where he could have like three catches. <laughs> he's for a 40. weird dude. He's a
3: weird guy.
5: Some <laughs> games he just catches balls, but today I don't think so. I'm
3: going under. I will take the over. Someone's got to catch the ball. All right. All the receivers are out.
1: Ezekiel LA rushing yards, 30 and a half.
3: Oh,
5: yeah. I like that a
3: lot. I'm taking the over. I will take the under on that. What? Nursing a thigh injury. I don't know how many carries he gets. I think it'll be a, a remandre game. I thought this
0: was going to be our first consensus pick. I'm going over with Deuce.
3: Longest
1: touchdown yards, 36 and a half. <laughs> That's like wicked far.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go under, and I just think Patriots haven't really had many of those this year. And
0: Well, that's for either team, though, right? Yeah, you're right. You know, yeah.
3: Much like the Miami game when I lost on that one, when Tyreek Hill caught forty-something no. yarder, But I'll take the under.
0: <laughs> I'm going under on that, too.
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you
0: guys under. Uh,
3: there you go. Consensus. You got your consensus All one right.
1: there. Uh, yeah. Hottie. And finally, the total score, 39-and-a-half. Under. <laughs> you don't want to think about it? No.
5: Uh, yeah, I'm under, too.
3: Uh, another consensus. I will take the under.
0: Okay, great. Boom, bang. That was fun. Enjoyed that. Bang,
3: bang, boom.
0: Done. Nothing. Why are you teasing? (laughs) We'll go back to phones here, 855-PATS-500. By the way, Bridgestone makes a hell of a tire. Tire. Thank you. No, there's more. Uh, Official tire of the New England Patriots. Proud to partner with Sullivan Tire, New England's headquarters for quality Bridgestone tires. Visit SullivanTire.com. To find a location near you. Now we go back to the phones. Eight five five Pats five hundred. Tim in Brimfield. What's going on, Tim?
11: Hey, I have a question for you guys. Uh, I, first of all, I love your show. I, uh, whenever I don't make it down to the stadium, oh, I uh, listen to you guys an hour before the show every week.
0: Awesome. Um, We're yeah, on for two, by the way, which is at yeah, least thirty the first minutes hour, too long. For the
1: last hour. That's fine. also listen to it at the stadium. Oh.
11: <laughs> My question for you guys is: I keep going back and forth with this. I get it's t- time to turn the page on Belichick, but half of me says he does such a great job with the defense. If we can just get some semblance of an offense, we're going to be right there. I mean, nobody's running away with anything. Can, um, I want to. All, all my all my friends are saying it's time for Belichick to go, but and I I get that. But I just if they could just get some sort of offense going, we're right there. So why do you, and, why yeah. is
3: it that you think that they don't have much offense? He's still there.
11: Yeah, i i they don't have they don't have they don't have the players and they don't have. I don't think it's the coordinator, right?
3: But but it's you know, but if you give it, if you're going to give Belichick credit for the defense and how they're playing, doesn't he get blamed for the offense and how it's playing?
11: Yes, I guess in the long run, you're right.
3: Yeah, and, like, to me, the, the bigger issue isn't necessarily like, – I, I think he's a, he remains and always has been a remarkable coach, but I don't think that he – I don't think his, his scheme offensively is conducive to what a lot of teams are doing right now, and I think that's why they're not as productive. I also think – and this is an argument for a different day, certainly not for today I, – I, I think the defense is fine. I, I, I don't think there's anything special about what they do on defense that can't be replicated by somebody else. I really, I, I don't think they're this great defense that shuts teams down. I don't. the last The last two weeks against bad quarterbacks and ba- you know, third string quarterback last week. Yeah, they they held them to ten points, but I don't think that they've played anything special defensively. I haven't seen like what the Jets did to Buffalo. In other words, in the first game of the season, that kind of defense.
2: I think right. I think they're
3: fine defensively.
2: Here's, here's my final
11: point and. I I go back to the stadium, and you're saying somebody else. I've seen the line of somebody else's being through here, and
0: it might be a long time before you find that somebody else.
2: Yeah, it, yeah. Might, oh, it, yeah.
0: It, it might be, Tim. Yeah. It, and Absolutely. Your phone's breaking up. But, forever, ever. Okay, so you don't know who the next head coach is going to be. You, you are not going
3: gonna... to get a better head coach than Bill Belichick when you replace him. Right. I, not... I, I will fully submit that. You're not like, going to get a better gonna... one. You don't no. know who
0: it's going to be. This isn't working. Just like you, you It's you, not working. Just like
3: you knew when you allowed Tom to leave, you were not going to replace him with a better quarterback. It doesn't mean that he should be the quarterback forever. Like, they they need – they need uh, to Maybe. change, and they need Maybe. to start working on getting better.
5: Yes. I think a part of the defense, too, that's changed this year is I I, I almost feel a little bit like we underplayed Devin McCourty's importance and just his overall trickle-down effect of what he was able to do and the flexibility he provided to them on the back end. I mean, and, and you know, losing Judon and, and obviously Christian Gonzalez would help, but I just I think they're a little bit stuck in no man's land at the safety position right now, and it's why I'm considering, like, do, do, do you let Duggar go? and you get a real free safety, and you kind of go more traditional.
0: Let me ask you both something here. Okay. Because it was Paul's point last week, Uh-oh. and Deuce, you're a defensive guy. I, I don't like when my stuff is brought back. They have uh, limited their opponents in the last two weeks to 10 points. Correct. Right? Yep. You didn't think the defense was all that outstanding. Uh, especially
3: against Indy. Um, I didn't think that. And even last week. Yeah, last week I thought there were, you know, five for 109 for a guy who had 12 catches all year. I mean, Jalen Hyatt. I I, I I think that the reason why they were able to keep the points down first, they just dropped the ball all by themselves and cost themselves at least a field goal in the first drive of the game. And after that, every time they made a play, the quarterback sort of held onto the ball too long and got sacked. It's I, I, listen, they only allowed 10 points and I, I don't want to get on the list of the reasons why they lost the last two games. Defense is probably in the hundreds (laughs) in both games they allowed ten points in both games. By no means would I ever say they gotta be better defensively to win that game. Never. I just don't think it was this dominant defense that people have made and I shouldn't even say that. I haven't really heard a lot of people make it out to be the like that. The defense is is They're has, okay. not, has
0: not been criticized.
3: Because it's. Sh- but it shouldn't weeks. be criticized. It, it's, it hasn't been criticized, well, I just don't think it's been great the way, like say I, I brought up the Jets. The Jets had a game early in the year against a really good offense in Buffalo that they just found a way to win the game after Adam Rodgers got hurt. I don't see that from the Patriots against good
5: teams. Deuce? Yeah. I mean, I don't think they have finishers right now, and I think that's why they're – you know, I think look at what the 2019 or even the 2021 team would have done to those last two quarterbacks. Like they Mm -hmm. probably would have had multiple takeaways, probably, you know, Taking points. I mean, it is a credit, I think, that they've still been solid and, you know, backup quarterback or not, 10 points is what it is. But Exactly.
3: And that's why I don't want to be coming off like I'm saying, what is he out of his mind? He's right. blaming the deep. No, no. But he allowed 10 points. Yeah.
5: But I think other than Christian Barmer right now, they're just, they're struggling to have that one player who can win one on one, get to the quarterback and finish him off. And I mean, I, you know, you saw it with DeVito, you know, go back to Sam Howell, just. That inability to make a play on the quarterback, I think it's – and you've seen the big plays. Six plays, you know, against Washington, three the last couple weeks, That they can't do that today.
0: Uh, Matt in Oregon says, guys, what have you seen in the last five years that tells you Bill is still a great coach? This is not and has not been a well-coached team since at least 2019 also you keep mentioning the respect we owe Bill and while I tend to agree the complete lack of respect he shows literally everyone else even as things have been going so poorly really makes me feel like he's using up his credit Hmm. thanks and go Pats Matt from Oregon I
3: I would you know step in and defend Bill a little bit like I I don't know how you could consider 2021 not a a, you know a a good coaching job you know when you have a rookie quarterback and you find a way to win seven games in a row and and win ten overall and you know you i I I've, believe Just me I it ended I've made a lot of comments uh, about you know the sort of the fortunate nature of some of those um, um, wins that year with the backup quarterbacks and whatnot um, but you know you, when you're dealing with a rookie quarterback and you find a way to win ten games and make the playoffs. I think he showed you that he could still be a pretty good coach. I'll,
0: I'll tell you why. And I, I, I'm not even arguing it, but uh, the the immediate answer is at the end of 2021 because the way the season ended with two games against Buffalo in which the defensive genius did not figure out a way to force one single punt in two Well, games. that's
3: kind of what I'm talking about with their defense in general. But Well, that's kind of yeah. what I'm even talking this year, about with Bill Even Bell. the Buffalo game this year. Well, when Buffalo was struggling
0: though. like crazy. I'm talking about Bill, and if you want to give him credit for having a good year, I would say no. No, you, you you made it to okay. the playoffs. You okay. made it to the You're playoffs a Tough grader, I and can you, respect that. You didn't Hardy? belong there, you, yeah, and that was made clearly evident. And you know, try not to break That's anything. The, the second or third time you've done that today. And <laughs> try it not has to break stop. anything. My it goodness. has to stop. Saw, but Hardy saw, saw strong,
3: plus. strong uh,
0: counter. No, and
5: I right would there. connect. I, like I would connect the twenty twenty one too to to the defense. I think like that year, I think that their defense with some vets in it and made some plays and scored defensive touchdowns and special teams touchdowns. I think that veteran crew that had been kind of coached up. I think really helped the process but I I 100% agree when you talk about like what is a good well coached football team a team that's buttoned down on all the details um, there's just been a lot of mistakes and, and, and mistakes that repeat themselves and that is troubling
0: there's something oh, about okay. uh, what
3: that was that was Mike not me oh, oh okay so yeah. I'm walking a little bit of a different look there for the uh, the cameras it's a like new tunnel a little tunnel, little tunnel tunnel, tunnel vision <laughs> Tun- they light it up
0: Uh <laughs> Has anyone bent down into that club over there by that tunnel? That been outside ground, of it. That ground level club. It looks
5: nice. We don't, we're not able to go in there, yeah, because we do this thing. But
3: yeah, I'm not going to go. Jeremiah there.
5: Farms. Uh, Sam Roberts.
3: I was actually walking around in that area for the first time ever uh, on Friday. I was yeah. down and not the the club that they come out for the f- you know coming out of the tunnel there, but um, on the. Concourse side on, under the lighthouse, that whole area, that yeah. that club. Yeah. That's that's pretty nice view. Oh yeah. sure, yeah,
0: it's fun. I, I hadn't gotten a chance to uh, see that at all until Friday. Adam in Longmeadow, what's uh, Longmeadow, Mass? What's Mass. going on, Adam?
9: Hey, yeah. So first of all, thanks for doing this pregame show and really helping people like me understand the game better. Um, I got a question for you guys, and it's basically. What are we doing with wide receivers on the Patriots, and why is Bill Belichick draft six-round wide receivers, seemingly praying that they're the next Julian Edelman, uh, and we traded for Juju McShuester, who seemingly can't catch a ball?
0: Well, the 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 Juju trade has not uh, not panned out the way they wanted it yeah. to. But I'll say this about receivers. You can find receivers in late rounds. Sixth round, okay, that's stretching it. But you can find receivers in the third round and fourth round.
3: Yeah, there are. It's a a pretty deep spot. It's probably the position – you think it's the position that gets the most guys taken every year? I mean, I I, I think if you probably consider defensive back as one instead of corner safety, it's probably defensive back. But, yeah, I agree with Hardy. There's a lot of wide receivers that get selected, and there'll be 15 or so every draft that are productive players. You know, some will be stars, but – there'll be some productive guys like Demario Douglas that you got in the sixth round. Yeah, yeah
5: that's right. I made the point yeah. where you were out. Douglas has been good.
3: Good. I hate when this
0: happens. Yeah, it's, no, <laughs> I, I can't do it. Thank you, Adam. Thank you for the phone call. No, I mean, why did they do it? Well, you just said Demario
3: Douglas. That's well, why you do it. And he says, like, you know, and I'm not picking on Adam, but like he's like, well, like he's trying to find the next Julian Edelman. Well, where was Julian Edelman selected? In the seventh round. So like that's where you get <laughs> undersized slot guys, right? Yeah. Like if you know, and I think if they're extremely dynamic, then you can be Zay Flowers, and you can be undersized, but you're a little bit different athletically. Um, I, I mean, I I don't know. I I, I feel like.
0: I don't know. Deuce is doing that. If you you need, if you
3: like to me, it's a different, if you're looking for a slot guy, I don't necessarily want to invest a first round pick in that. Like if you're looking for a dynamic guy on the outside, you know, like a Justin Jefferson, then sure. You know, Jamar chase, you know, guys that can play outside inside, do it all. Yeah. Like, that's where I'm, you know, I'm taking first-round picks, and I'm looking there.
5: That, that's right where I was going with just, say, Flowers. I almost feel like he was kind of a product of just a thin class last year, you know. And but it's Maybe. Just, we talk about it every draft year, Paul, about just how many guys are on day two and how many guys have gone on day two. Day two is a great you spot know, it's, to, it's,
3: to do that. It's mm-hmm. rare to have
5: that Marvin Harrison Jr. top of the, you know, top ten kind of all-world kind of talent. But, you know, generally you're you're still trying to figure it out in those middle middle area of the first round. But, I don't know. I, I did a whole thing, Paul, while you were out of just saying – I, I always think that there's just, take like quarterback, take a receiver every year trying to find those guys that, you know, those early day two guys that that often go around that yeah. time and are special.
3: Yeah, I'm just looking at Zay Flowers' stats, right? And I think he's been really, really solid. He's got 58 catches, 613, 10.6 a, uh, a catch with two touchdowns. So that's a really good rookie year so far. But my reluctance to take those kinds of guys early on, because I wonder about the durability factor, I think – um, slot receiver is only slightly ahead of running back in terms of durability. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's we'll see and I, with Demario Douglas. So, and, I, and I'm looking here. So this is how he started off his career. Nine catches, four catches, eight catches, three, five, six. Right? Then it goes four, five, one, five, three, five. Like, so, like, the first half of the year he was far more productive than the second half mm-hmm. of the year. And I don't think that's an accident. I think those guys take a pounding. They get banged When up. every one of your catches happens generally in the middle of the field, you get hit on a lot of those catches. I think he's been terrific. I would certainly have taken Zay Flowers if they uh, you know, in the draft if the Patriots had taken him. I mean, I like Christian Gonzalez, but if the Patriots took Zay Flowers, would anybody be upset about that? I wouldn't.
0: No. And it is a violent game. As you have said, Paul. Paul. tells me that all the time. It's a violent game, guys. By the way, David Andrews, uh, he might be getting a look at Punter today. He was, in some (laughs) of his warm-ups, very high leg kicks. Maybe it's a nod to the Rockettes, as it is the holiday season. But, uh, boy, he's really stretching it out. I wonder wonder if he plays angry today, based on what happened with his Georgia Bulldogs.
5: Uh, Well, uh, I don't know if you guys have any commentary, but the college football playoff is set. Oh, what do we got? What do we got? Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama.
3: Wow, so I, Georgia. I, I do feel bad for Florida State, but I think that's I think that's right. Yeah, I think they got it right.
0: I don't know how you do it. I really, I, it's I mean, hard. I don't know how you do it. To I really feel bad for Florida State. And I do, I feel bad for Florida State. I kind of feel bad a little bit for Ohio State. Oh, I don't They're, feel
3: bad for them at all
0: their one loss was to the top team in the country
3: yeah i just don't think they were as good as the other like okay I, well it, i feel the, worse for georgia this who's, is, who won 29 games in a row lost one and they're out
0: i see like, that one i don't i, I don't quite
3: like, get it they uh, lost by a field goal <laughs> to, to try to win 30 games in a row they they and they should be out i'm not telling you that they should be in it that's tough breaks just you how you lost. play at the end of the season. And, well, and it's the, the right. yeah. you know, and, and it's the conference championship game. Alabama versus Texas, right? You know, and it's the conference championship game. If if Texas had one loss and they had lost yesterday, they're out. I don't care that they beat Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, matters. All right, uh,
0: but Florida State, that's tough. Yeah, all you can do is win all the games you play. Right, Mark in San Antonio. Could you see Brian Flores return to be our head coach? I think his time away from the organization would be helpful in making a fresh start.
5: I'd put him after Mayo. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what's uh, what the relationship's like here with him or, or how that all goes. I mean, of course, if it's a new kind of thing going on, then that changes things. But I
0: heard some stuff about Flores last week, and it was just it was a, a passing comment from either Zoe or I don't think it was Burt, but just something about, like, Like, his time in Miami maybe is remembered um, more fondly than it was? Thank you. I I, didn't hear that, but I I would just
3: say, like, do you think more or less of what Flores did in Miami based on what's happened since he left? Because I think less.
5: Yeah, I would say less, too. I I would definitely still take him back as a defensive coordinator, though. I mean, I love, like, his style on that side of the ball, how aggressive he is, you know, talking about how do you replicate – kind of the the genius of Bill Belichick on the defensive side of the ball. I think I I like what he does.
0: Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, I I like
3: his aggressive style on defense without question. I think he's a good coach. Yeah, he's tough. Flores. Got a great look.
0: People Um, have have talked to – I'm sorry, Paul. Did you – No, I
3: just – I agree with the point that I guess you were saying that either Zoe or or Bert was making. I think he did a good job sort of reestablishing Miami. Yeah. But I think he did a brutal job with Tua. And I think that's the most important aspect, I think, of the head coach right now is to make sure that he has a good relationship with his quarterback and that they can coexist. Yes. And I think he did a terrible job with Tua. Um, And then they got a new guy that came in, obviously a different kind of guy with his expertise on the offensive side of the ball. But the first thing he did was embrace the quarterback and look at, you know, the results that he's gotten since. Even if Tua is not as good, you can't argue that he hasn't played better for McDaniel than he did for,
0: for Flores. And he's well, he's gotten some more help too with weapons, sure. but he's played better. He had Waddle yeah. Yeah. with Flores. that's true. That's true. Um Waddle <laughs> caught like a hundred passes for him. Talking about like former coaches and coordinators and stuff, this has been brought up a couple of times. Like, what if Bill gets a head coaching job next year, brings in Josh McDaniels as his offensive coordinator, and Matt Patricia <laughs> to be his defensive coordinator? And I'm thinking like, yeah, it's it's possible, it's even plausible. And, man, would I be scared. Uh, would I be scared as an owner or a fan Oh, the guy is- who's, who hired that. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, because so I
3: wouldn't have any reservations whatsoever playing against them. I, I, I have
5: a lot of different thoughts on it just because, I mean, I still think, you know, Bill's a really good coach. I, I mean, I think maybe my bigger concern would be, like, can my guys pick up this offense? And, you know, but, like, right. if it's Bill with a new bunch of players and he's got some talent to play with and – you know, everybody's kind of in awe of him and, and what he brings. I, I'd be interested in that. I, I But my, my bigger concern would just be towards, all right, Well, what kind of offense are they going to try to put in now? Is, is, is it going to be something new and cutting yeah. edge for these guys, or is it going to be something antiquated? And
3: that's why I'd be much more concerned about playing against Belichick with, say, let's just say Ben Johnson, mm-hmm. just to have a guy. And in this hypothetical fantasy land, Bill not only wants to hire Ben Johnson as his offensive coordinator, but he's really embracing it, and he's saying, you know what? Be the mad scientist on offense, and you do that. I'm going to leave you alone, and I'm going to just help whoever might Matt Patricia on defense. Yeah. And that, I'd be much more concerned about playing that. No disrespect to Josh McDaniels. I just think a continuation of the way they try to play offense, I think needs to change. I, that, I mean, just, that's look, what at the, I the, just
5: look at the results, though, the offensive when they try to take it out elsewhere. And I mean, it's
3: just it's it's tough. Said it's this many tough. times. The Josh McDaniels, uh, the, you know, the Patriots offense, the Ron Earhart offense. Has only worked with Tom Brady
0: as the quarterback. Think about that before you start hiring him. Think about it.
2: Anywhere <laughs> on else. your mind. Mm-hmm. I hate. I hate
3: mm-hmm. when
0: people tweet that.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, think. About like, it. Michael Penix is older than Justin Herbert. Think, think about, about it. That. Let that sink you know, in. Why don't you just say it? Like, I think about to it or th- let it sink in. we to give it. Actually, I'm. I'm, I'm reading your, your tweet.
0: What, you know, I, I don't know. think about it. Uh, think about this. <laughs> you think about it. Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism great memories are made in Massachusetts no matter how you choose to make them think about this indoors or outdoors scenic views or city vibes solo or family style whatever moves you whatever the season think about planning your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com. let's do the six pack.
9: This is the Sunday Six Pack. So kick back and listen to my position. I'm itching to get the picks back. You better bring a big stack. Get a I came to win it. Yeah, this is the Sunday Six Pack.
0: All right, I haven't even looked. What what happened last <laughs> week? <laughs> what what happened? Hardy 6 and 0. Oh. Save it for last. Do it do it you again. Build up to it. Do it again. Oh, um, don't oh, you go with sorry. the winner first? I thought so. Yeah. Uh, Mike and Paul 2 and 4. Hardy Ooh. 6 and 0. Oh. Yeah, wait a second. Yeah. I went a perfect 6 and 0 oh on the picks against the spread last week. You did. Wow. Wow. And That's I have a re- fire. I have a question as to why a certain game is not on our list of picks here today. Like the game San Francisco, uh, Philadelphia. Why, why are we not
3: picking that game? Um, I don't know. I don't pick the games. Why do you, gotta, why are you about to be bugging?
1: I couldn't tell you. <laughs> You'd be, you be tripping, boo. All
0: right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a bonus pick just to have some fun with that will not count toward the. Okay. I
1: apologize,
0: Hardy, that my picks aren't good enough for you. Wow. Now you hurt heard his feelings. <laughs> you see what happens. Apology. Now at- we
3: have a disgruntled producer for the post-game no,
0: show. No, it's not. Oh. He apologized. I accept your apology. Uh, He's sad.
3: Hmm. Overestimating how much I care. 1 p.m.
1: <laughs> Eight and three Detroit Lions at the five and six New Orleans Saints. Detroit minus four.
3: Okay. What do you got All do? right, I'm I, go.
5: I got to start us off with a pro Hardy pick. I'm going with the Lions on the road uh, to
3: win. Like it. Yeah, I'm going to take the Lions as well for a little bounce back. Had a little break. Bad feeling. Bad, uh, bad taste in their mouths after that terrible thanksgiving performance hardy they bounce back and i think this is a very popular pick across this
0: great land of ours but this if week. they don't take the line <laughs> i'll oh, talk to hardy after the game. Yeah. take the lions lay the points we're all taking the lions
1: the two and ten arizona cardinals at the seven and four pittsburgh steelers pittsburgh minus five and a half
0: i'm gonna take pittsburgh i don't like laying
3: all these points but i will i think at home uh the cardinals Playing hard, but
0: this will be a tough atmosphere for them. I'll laying take the all these points, five and a half points. I got no problem. always haven't the... been able to score. Right? I don't care. I got no problem laying five and a half. I'm with you, Paul.
5: Yeah, me too. Pittsburgh.
1: The eight and three Miami Dolphins at the four and eight Washington Commanders. Miami minus ten.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I think there's uh, some rain there as well, just <laughs> to give you guys some uh, some I info. Info. I love the rain.
0: Yeah, and I tell you who else loves it: Sam Howell. Loves oh. the rain, he's a mutter. His father was a mutter. His <laughs> mutter was a mutter. <laughs> <laughs> take the Commanders.
3: I'm with Hardy. I'm going to take the Commanders. I still think Miami wins, but 10 points. Yeah, I'll take Miami. I think the Commanders have sort of gotten to the stage of that season where they're just playing it out.
1: The 5-6 and six Atlanta Falcons at the 4-7 and seven New York Jets, Atlanta minus 2.
2: Ooh, oh,
3: I'm going to go,
5: uh, go Falcons here. I think uh, this Aaron Rodgers stuff, Jets a little bit distracted. I like the Falcons on the road. Uh,
3: I will take the Jets defense to make life very difficult for Desmond Ritter. lot of turnovers today. Mm. Jets, outright. What does Deuce know? What does Deuce Sharp. know about this? i don't He's know. taking the favorite like he always does. That's why he's in the last place. Oh, jeez, that
0: was hurtful. I don't think he knows nothing. I'm <laughs> taking the Jets. Paul and a Hardy. On the Jets, Deuce on the Falcons. Sunday night football. What's the matchup? The
1: eight and three Kansas City Chiefs at the five and six Green Bay Packers. Kansas City minus five and a half.
3: I'm gonna take Kansas City. This is my bigger question, uh, Hardy is why is the uh Niners, Eagles not in this spot?
0: But anyway, I will take Kansas City. Oh, you mean in the Sunday night football spot? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. They don't like flexing games unless there's a really, really good reason to wow, do that. Don't be disrespectful. What? Uh, it's true. Um, I got. Another. Who are you taking?
3: I took Kansas City. Kansas City.
0: I'm going to take Kansas City also.
5: Yeah, I'm going to take Kansas City too. I, I just, I still think Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. It's, it's the most potent combination in the league still, and, and they're still my Super Bowl favorites.
1: The 4-7 Los Angeles Chargers at the 2-9 and nine New England Patriots, the LAC minus
0: 5.5. I am taking the San Diego Superchargers of Los Angeles to win this game by a margin of 7 points, 20-13 to 13 Chargers.
5: Yeah, that sounds about right to me, too. I, 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 I do feel there's a chance that if the LAC doesn't feel like playing today. The Patriots could pull it out, probably need some defensive special team scores or some big plays. Um, But I also am going to go with the lack. Uh, I'm going to say 23-13.
3: That's my exact score, 23-13. I I do agree. There's uh, a whiff of the Chargers not wanting to be here um, that I kind of feel. I smell it. Um, And you never know if that's the way it ends up unfolding. But I will take the Chargers to have enough offense with just the three guys. I think it's Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and
0: and, uh, Herbo. Jay Herbo. Um, and that that's enough to get it done. All right, he's got a whiff. You know what I just caught a whiff of? Mm. Some Dom's sausage. I don't Ooh. I don't know where it, the uh, official steak tip of the New England Patriots. It
5: smells good. I don't know <coughs> those what, things are good. We're probably gonna get some in a second here.
0: I hope so. I hope so. Those steak. What makes you say that? Oh, just they have them every game. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can order them online for nationwide delivery at domsausage.com. dot com. Use promo code PATS fifteen for fifteen percent off. That's promo code. P A T S, one. Pats, five. Pats, Pats. Who do you like in the? Uh, hey, hey, Deuce. Hey, Deuce. Who do you? Who do you like in that <laughs> Eagles Niners <laughs> matchup? Really uncomfortable. I don't know. Niners on the road Silly in goose. Philadelphia this afternoon. Niners are a three-point favorite on the road in Philadelphia. That's West crazy, Coast team dude. coming east. It's crazy. Philadelphia. This is crazy. It's got a thing. It's it, has it got rolling. And they're home dogs.
5: I know. It's crazy. Um, we were kind of split on the show. I, I went with Philly. I, right. I still feel like they're just – I don't know. I, I, it's like are they not hitting their potential or are they just kind of bored and they're they are waiting to kind of be I, – I think this game will have their full attention. I think they've been disrespected. I, I like th- Philly. I,
0: I like i, I like Philly to win it outright. Forget about the, the covering. Yeah,
3: I, I really do. There's um, – the disrespect word has been used a lot. And last week uh, the opener – opening line was minus one for philly Mm -hmm. so it's moved four points people love san francisco and i I think san francisco is going to blow their doors off oh because i think philadelphia has been walking a tightrope for a month and a half and i think finally you're going to they're going to play a team that doesn't hand it back to them and uh maybe maybe the officials won't call every penalty on the opponent in this game the way they have um, against Miami, against Buffalo, a couple games like they've gotten very far. Dallas,
0: they've been very fortunate in some of these games at home. Those I sooth- think it ends today. Those soothing sounds tells us, yes. tell us that the Patriots pregame show, Fueled by Duncan, is over. It's over, Johnny. We hope that you'll join us after over the game. Over Macho Grande? For the postgame, never over Macho Grande. Thank you for listening and watching.